live. Oh boy, we are back for the follow. <laughs> yes, we are back for part two of the antithesis of the Apollo. Uh, part one is in the VODs, so go back and watch that if you haven't already, before you watch this one, I suppose. And uh, content warning, uh, I probably said it better in the first one, but there is going to be a lot of stuff here. This is an ap a whole horror game, so we're going to have elements of violence, gross disfigurement, and mutilation of bodies, either potentially players, and definitely some stuff we've seen across the creatures that they've came over so far um there may be some other elements that may be uncomfortable i believe there was a brief mention of potentially something terrible happened or used of a child in the last session yes. and due to the nature of improv it's always hard to know exactly what's going to happen before we hit that point so you know be aware we may encounter things that may be a bit uncomfortable there could potentially be mentions of self-harm and suicide. Uh, I do not expect or plan to cover anything about sexual violence, but I think most other things will be fair game. If you see it in something like an Alien franchise or Dead Space, that might be a good metric to judge what you're getting into with this. Anyways, I think that's it. We are back for the second part of Apollo. We have our players here. Lee is playing. Uh, Kevin Terrence Bloom. And Haley is playing. You're muted. Mac Baker. Uh, Mara is playing. Holly Ray version 3.8. And Andrew is playing. Dr. Edelyn Armstrong. Yes. Uh, for a brief, very brief recap, our players piloting the Albatross. Kind of a pirate ship of sorts, uh, found a distress signal coming from the extremely large luxury floating city cruise ship the Apollo. That had been missing for a good little while, potentially maybe even half a year um, before maybe it was even reported. Uh, they decided to investigate for greedy motivations, but as they went further in uh, it became evident that something terrible happened on the ship. Uh, you have yet to come across any other humans, I guess, to say, as far as you are concerned. And you have ventured deep in trying to get into contact with people you have communicated with when you first approached the ship. Um, you've run into many dangerous-looking creatures, humanoids who appear scarred, flayed and very feral uh, with lots of disfigurements and mutilations upon their bodies and you guys have been putting together that they are into metal <laughs> when we first when we last left off the session you just managed you just were escaping one of the deadliest creatures you've seen so far one that seemed to have been dubbed the basilisk from whoever was last here as it broke through into one of the hallways that you're in uh, Adam Barlow the fifth member of your crew that came up on aboard the ship with you um, in a moment of hard to know if it was heroism or pure panic 
but he decided to try to mow down the creature with his smart gun before it overwhelmed him like a wave of water and sloshed over him. This great, massive, serpentine mass of flesh, for lack of better description. Limbs coming out from every spot and metal protruding, making jagged claws to, to claw at whatever. And yeah, that's where we are. You... You have seen you guys were running as Adam has been engulfed, and you hear that the smart gun that he had has finally stopped firing as it was also engulfed in the mass of the, this giant basilisk. Uh, I assume the party is fleeing from this creature. That's a safe assumption. Um. Mac is playing, but definitely crying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can give me, everyone here can give me a stamina check. Uh, no stress dice on this. You got a success? Oh, success. Two successes. Okay. Uh, so whoever did not get a success is going to have a minus one to their next agility roll as you're winded, as you're running away from this creature. Um, due to the size of it, even when you put enough distance between yourselves and it as you're frantically running down the ruined hallways of what was once a mall uh, you can still hear the creature sloshing down the, the hallway behind you and the odd gasp breathing that seems to be coming from the multitude of mouths that make up its body <laughs> just echoes and fills down the hallway as you guys are fleeing um Do you guys, how long do you keep running? It's following us. It's following us. Mr. Geiger, Mr. Geiger, come in. God damn it. Come in, Geiger. Shit. Roger. Geiger, Geiger, come in. Come in. Spencer. Never should have come here. I had Geiger for a minute. Ah, oh, damn Bro. it. Oh, we have to we have to get to uh, to to a place of better reception. There's there's too much steel around us here. Lead the way. We need to keep moving though. Okay. So I would say we we keep running until at least like we're out of whatever. Like, are yeah. we in narrow hallways right now? Um, it's basically like a multi-layer um, hallway, or the hallways between mall strips, right? Mm -hmm. So um, you can see that on both sides of the hallway is like a walking platform. The middle is cut open, so you can see down and up 
between the different levels and between it what you should have seen of the prime of apollo would have been like stalls and shops and kiosks just going all the way all the way through and sometimes you see that there's like stairs or maybe it would have been escalators or elevators in different parts but lots of them have been ripped apart or sorry um sometimes you guys take some of the stairs to get down to a different level as like one of the levels are um ruined um I was going to say, if we see a way to get to a different level, I think we would definitely try and lose the thing by moving to another level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think after 20 minutes, you don't hear it anymore. I'm just sort of running. Holly Ray, I'm I'm, uh, getting some some contact with Geiger. I, I can't seem to get through fully. Is there any Are you able to, to reach him at all? I can try. Um, you might have better luck than me. Mr. Geiger, knock knock. Come in, Mr. Geiger. Do you want to do a contact roll? Yeah. That would be the roll to make. Damn, that's a high roll. Okay. Um, yeah, tuning in onto the frequency that um, Captain Bloom uses to communicate with Geiger. Uh, you just hear static initially, but you sort of tune in and you pick up elements of the, of the frequency finally. And you just here. Roger. Roger. What do you... Roger. I'm sorry, Captain. What is it that you wanted me to say? He he needs to prep the ship for us to leave immediately. As as soon as we get back there, we need to get out of... get out of there. That's what I assumed. The thing is, is that... Um, and I, I don't know if this is out of the norm, but I just feel like you should know that it's just an echo of Roger. Like, it sounds... I heard that too. Not quite right. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, uh, Mr. Geiger, um, the captain does request that you prepare the ship to leave immediately as it is an emergency. So the minute that we board the ship, we would like to get out of Dodge. Thank you. Yeah, the whole time you're having this, when you're telling, using the frequency to parlayed this uh it was just at the same interval roger roger and it didn't seem like he was responding to not quite right Uh, um we'll we'll just take that to mean that he understands i think that that is an idea baker what the hell's wrong with you straight straighten up I'm going to go offer support to Baker now. I don't know if this is going to be necessarily My beneficial. She is under a lot of duress. Because of your shitty managerial skills. I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't make that thing come out of the wall. It has nothing to do with me. Your greed got us into this place in the first. Oh, oh, you're a, you're a philanthropist. You're, a, you're along to, 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 to get the money to give to orphans. Is that what's happening? No. Normally, I wouldn't speak up, but it is time for me to mitigate this, as I do not think conflict within the workplace dynamic is going to be beneficial 
um, given the situation. So if we could take the tone down just a little bit, you know, discuss this maybe once we get on the ship, that might be the right choice to make based on, you know, the collective experience I've been informed with. If there is a ship. I mean, okay, this is like a weird question. Am I able to like run probability? Like any sort of like, what are the chances that there is a ship based on, you know, what we've seen so far and what I'm hearing from um, Cap, uh, the, the guy, the robot on the ship who drives? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I'm a glorified calculator. Yeah. No, that, 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 that's actually a very good question. Um, I'm just looking at what skills are here. Okay, because I am willing to make you can make an observation check. Here. Okay, Dip. See, I'll explain why in a second. I'm curious. Okay, so. I think you're pretty in the loop for a lot of the information that's sort of been going on across the party because you just typically listen to everything and you've even been like the means of communication between the managerial side and the employer side of this. So I say I was the liaison. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think with the success, you can put together that you've noticed that there is a lack of metal everywhere. You've seen the creatures putting metal in themselves. You notice the shipyard, the dock, the hangar that you guys docked in, also lacked a lot of metal. The only things left behind that you guys noticed on your first glance was plastics and ceramics. The rest of the ships were left behind. If Geiger is in a compromise, I guess, is the best way of putting it, since you don't really know what's going on with Geiger. You just know that something odd has gone on with Geiger, who, incidentally, you also know is made out of a lot of metal. Mm -hmm. As are you. <laughs> um, oh, okay. There is a good chance that maybe if the creatures that you've seen are scavenging metal, that your ship may have been a target for it as well. Yeah, that would make sense, you know, fresh so goods. Yeah, so without seeing your ship, you think there is a, a high chance, given how much time you've been exploring the ship, that your ship may be compromised in a way. Okay. So I just wanted to let you guys know that I ran the numbers and um, You want I'm a number? 95%. Say. Huh? 95%. 95%. Oh, goodness. Let's say. You could say this is a significant severe situation. Okay. Um, so, I I was thinking, as one does, and um, in this case, I was thinking about our very specific situation and um, what I was hearing or, you know, not hearing, and... Um, what we've seen this part and i just want to say that there's like a 95 percent chance that like our ship's been compromised so maybe it's time that we start thinking about getting out of here because 
I just don't think it's conducive to the productivity of the team if they're dead. What do you mean? What do you mean compromised? What, what do you mean? I mean, like, the way that he was echoing the fact that this ship is practically stripped of metal. Um, these organisms seem to be putting metal in themselves. It's just very... You notice all the ships in the hangar were stripped of their metal. All the ships in the hangar are stripped of their metal. At this point, I'm concerned about my safety and well-being. I am not going to be a very good um, bot if I'm missing parts. Um, so... So you're saying our ship is destroyed? I am saying there's a 95% chance that our ship is at least in the process of being dismantled. Well, then how do we get um, out of here? How do I don't we get know. off of here then? Fucking I, told you so. <clears throat> I, I'm sorry, Captain. I don't have all the answers. I just wanted to know. Why didn't you inform me of this probability before we left the ship? Survival was. Well, I didn't have all the information. You That's can't run probability you're if you're missing the information. information. That's your sir, job. Res respectfully, sir, I cannot have all of the information if I'm unaware of the conditions of where we're exploring. Your computer, that's all you do. Information is all you do. You're being like, very rude to Holly Ray. Oh, shut up. Sir, that's no way to speak this to your is, crew. This is, but... I think Adeline's off on the side, just sort of rubbing her temples, like, oh my god, okay. I just um, think that maybe we need to move on. To where? Of. To where now? Sir, this was your choice. I just followed orders. We can try and find those people over the loudspeaker. They said they're at the top of the ship. People on the loudspeaker, yeah. Okay, I have a second, second thought. Um, Let's hear did, it. Did they really sound like people, though? Or did they sound like a, an imitation? Like the country crock of people? <laughs> they sounded like people to me. Imperial margarine. Um, Generic humans. But, like, if I can tell from the tone of, like, the the Roger being, like, such a distinct interval, you know, and we had that thing with the baby, what if it's, um, perhaps another lore? Like, to get, um, to get our attention and maybe, like, a trap? Because what if they were, like... I mean, you see that the, the, the state of the ship, right? And we've already... I just think that the likelihood of there being living humans um, who are actually in need of saving is fairly low at this point. Um, I can't be positive because I don't have all the information. However, I do wonder if we are not being led into a trap. Because it seems like this place has a lot of those. There's gotta be another and it already right? got a crew member killed, and there might be another one in jeopardy. 
as well as our ship. There's got to be a sh another way to escape, right? Those things got here somehow, right? I mean, they're existing in atmosphere, so it's not like they just floated through space necessarily, right? So if they got here, there's got to be uh, a, a way that they if got there here, was which a way we off. could use to leave. Yeah, there should be a way off. Uh, Hit of wood. Like, what's to say that ship hasn't been eaten too? Now you speak up, Doctor. When 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 Barlow was getting eaten by a, a thing, you you didn't you you didn't you didn't help. You didn't this plan. perform any medical procedure to save him. I don't know what I'm saying. That's... Damn it. I'm sorry, sir, but I think you need to take some time and cool off. Yeah, Captain, you're being a dick. Doctor? You just... Speaking of probabilities, the last thing you want is your crew to unionize. Do you have anything so you I have to treat them with, you know, a measure of kindness. Do you have anything on you I can take, Doctor? I'm not feeling well. Uh, yeah, and Adeline's gonna reach into our chest pocket and take out a small plastic bag. It's got about four little pills in it. She's gonna pop two herself and hand the rest to me. Thank you, Captain Blue. What kind of pill is it? THC. Nice! Which is, sorry. Any CBT. <laughs> that's, that's that's the weed drug. Okay. Like the caffeine okay, okay. of edibles. Oh. It's, it's the non-pain relief <laughs> part. It's like the high part. <laughs> it's the psycho. Yeah. Which can actually cause anxiety in some people, which I think would be an interesting role. Sorry. It's Captain Blue's just like, well, man. Just, everything <laughs> either it's fucking you impairing know. your judgment or it's created like some sort of fucking um like panic reaction um you guys have been wearing ppe up to this point right oh I think yeah absolutely you, taking it off was when you threw up but you probably replaced it back afterwards right um yeah so are you removing your glove? Removing my glove. Why would I remove my glove? To pop the pill? Contaminants? Yes. Okay. Thank you for giving me option. I'm still here. Yes. As you remove the glove, um, you are very aware of how greasy your hand feels. It's very oily. And do you... It's enough that you notice it? Do you decide to focus in on it at all? Or do you not pay attention to it? I think I've got enough going on. I'm sort of just absentmindedly okay. brushing it off on my coat. Okay. But yeah. yeah. It's... Yeah. You even kind of, like, you when you, like, were... You could feel like how greasy you felt when you were like rubbing your temples before earlier too. Well, there has been a lot of splatter. Well, you, oh, you also were running a lot, sweating. Okay. But yeah, I guess uh, you guys can both pop the one or two THC pills <laughs> to sort of calm down. Um, At least it's less impairing than like Xanax. I'll, I'll say this reduces both of your stress level by one. Oh, neat. I'll say you have four more of those. Okay. Mac, you want some? 
wish that worked for me. You don't have to have this. Well, I have a feeling that if I was a person, I would. <laughs> I think I'll take some, yeah. You want to be a person? I'm going to pass the other four to back. Am I able to, like, <laughs> escalate to that level of awareness? <laughs> Thank you. Just plug me into the system. See what Are you doing. taking all four? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I know better. Say, <laughs> all I'm turning a blind eye to the use of intoxicants on the job, however... <laughs> I will like it. Um, two, I guess. two equals one stress level reduction, right? That was what happened. Uh, no, just one. Just one? Okay. Yeah, I didn't... I'm gonna say Edelyn has um, a bit of a tolerance for it, so it takes her two. Okay. Because <laughs> why are you carrying this? <laughs> I'll <if> you... <laughs> the doctor, John. In a baggie. <laughs> what color are they? <laughs> I just want to know. Uh, I picture them as sort of a light blue. Okay. Okay, but if you're going to take one, there'll be three left. Now I have an erection! <laughs> My mood stabilizer blue. Okay. Um, I will say, though. <laughs> All of you will get a minus one to your next wits roll. Well, that's good, because I already have, that's my lowest score, so that's going to go real well. Okay. Oh. I don't think you can roll less than one dice. So, just... Well, I have two, so I guess it would be minus one. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I don't remember if this was in the game, but I feel like you can never roll less than one die if you're making yeah. a check, because... You always have a chance to see, see like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, you guys press... F- well, what, what's your current? Okay, so Armstrong and Baker think we should go find where the voices are coming from. Holly Ray says it might be a trap. Uh, I want to find a ship to get off of here. Um, but the docking bay is compromised. Geiger's dead. Our ship's destroyed. Um, where else would a ship be? Where would where would where would the alien ship be? Um, should we get up to the control deck? Maybe, maybe it's not a trap. Maybe there's uh, a, a way out up from there. Um, maybe there's some sort of top hatch where they docked onto. Um, I don't know. What should we do? Um. So I have another question. Would they, because I know that they had ripped out some of, like, the communication, would they have taken out all the cameras, too? Is that something, like, I could connect to? Do you want to look? Yeah. I want to see if I can, like, get a glimpse of everything on the ship. Because, like, if I can zero in on a location where maybe there would be, like, some sort of, um... Okay, well, first, give me an observation check as you're looking for this. You got it. Okay. So you do find it takes like a little bit of rooting around and um, you're being careful not to push too far backwards as due to the threat of the creature. But you do find that they're similar to when you were in the residential area. There does seem to be like public access terminals um, like Edelin found before. And some of them have been like stripped but you do find some that 
seem to be in actually a pretty reasonable state that you could potentially plug into and maybe glean some more information. Is that something you want to do? Yes, absolutely. I'd like to get any information that I can from the ship. Um, because we, if I can at least find out how long they've been here, I feel like that would increase my um, ability to tell whether or not, you know, what the probability of us escaping is. Okay, sure. Um, give me... Okay, so first question. I imagine that uh, Holly, to connect to a device, probably has a thing where her fingers can, like, open up and plug in. She has a dongle. I think um, it's very modular. Well, like, she hmm. has those... Um, she has those nails. There's no reason that I mm -hmm. can't... Yeah. Well, we also talked about, like, your fingers can, like, split so that you can type like crazy, too. Oh, yeah, there's that. I right? So yeah, I, think, I, mean, I think your hands have a lot of features, right? And I think, like, one of them is very easy for you to just sort of, like, plug into, like, a USB port as a... Go-go gadget, USB-C. Not USB port, right? But, like, the, the analog for that. <laughs> You're telling yeah. me in space, USB finally gets standardized? <laughs> if they no, can do it in Europe, they can do it in why space. Why her connection has to be able to, like transformed so much hmm. everyone's okay. just a different usb well no it like reconfigures itself hmm. so it's like, yeah i can literally shape. i'm adjustable <laughs> okay but give me a contact roll contact roll it is mm -hmm. Ooh -ooh. Yeah, three successes nice I don't think I've... I've only rolled one failure so far. Oh. Stunting on these peeps. You know how... Okay. Give me one second. I should have had this open, but I forgot about it. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Uh, there... So, the access that you have to the to the extranet of the ship is very fractured. Uh, you don't have like full access to everything. There's due to the obvious state of the infrastructure of everything, but you can um, pick up passings of individual files, records, and so on. Um, okay. So, when did they stop being updated? Like, is there a way for me to get an idea of how long the, the ship's been occupied? It's more accurate. There are... There is one record you can see that looks to be just over two months old. That's the most recent one. Um, there is one that goes back five months ago. That's the earliest one you can see. And Discord is pinging. And then there is one that is three months old. So which one do you want to see first? Um, let's do most to least recent. The most recent one? Yeah, start with two months ago, then we'll do what was it, three months ago and the five months ago? Okay, so you're gonna go back in time. Yeah. Okay, so the most recent one 
Um, it appears to be a very simple message. Um, you can see that it it comes from an individual uh, named Jacqueline, uh, addressed to Bobby. Um, the message reads, we did it. We managed to get the engines and we blew up one of the core thrusters entirely and the chain reaction ruined everything else. The ship is oh, now stranded and these monsters can't take this home at least. God, I don't think there's much left in me anymore and I can hear the ferals closing in. Bobby, I hated you, but fuck, at least we pulled through on this. I hope your end isn't going to be as bad as mine. Then that's it. That's tragic. So you I'm going to echo this to the squad, obviously. Like, read okay. aloud. Okay. Um, the second message, the one dated three months back, um, you can see it's a cut of a video feed. Oh. Uh, you can see that there is a small group of humans and they're in the midst of a firefight with some of these creatures. Give me one more observation check here. Okay. You recognize that these creatures look similar to the ones you have been in, but there is... Your there these the creatures that the humans are fighting look more human than what you have seen up to this point. Um, they some of them have obviously shown some states of disfigurement, right? There's like, and they seem to be acting quite feral, but some of them still seem to be in clothes. Um, some of their skin has been torn and flayed, but um, they still are more or less together, um, though the skin looks to be um, bluish and uh, slick and oily. And, you know, you can see that they're running up and the humans are trying to fight them off before they eventually get um, picked off uh, from the feral creatures attacking them. And... Um, you're more confident now that there is obviously that that these indi- you're you're pretty confident from that observation check that um there is transitionary stages or something it seems. I think that the only course of action at this point that is acceptable or feasible is to try to prevent further destruction of the ship and put it back together before um, leaving. Like, we we need to go now. We need to go you back to our ship. One more file. Yes, okay. One more file. Five minutes ago. Okay. Um, the earliest file that you managed to recover, it seems to be an audio recording announcement that is addressed to the ship proper. Um you get the impression that this probably would have been like a public broadcast. Um, okay. Um, so it begins, it, it has a very formal statement to it and it starts off. Okay. There's a, a deep baritone voice that says, this is Captain Latherin, uh, Apollo's medical department and crew are fully, fully committed to ensuring the good health of our 
both our passengers and our crew, and are taking the appropriate measures to do so. Uh, in this frustrating time, we ask for your appreciated and continued cooperation for both passengers and crew. Passengers are to remain in their cabins and to reserve the use of the cabin phone for reporting symptoms and emergencies. Contact is limited between passengers sharing a cabin and passengers and crews members delivering essential services. Please self-quarantine yourself. So this started in the same way that the pandemic does. So these things are a disease? Is that what you're saying? I wouldn't... I mean, this isn't a stretch for Amara, so I'm sure Holly Ray can figure it out, but it seems more like a parasite. Like, it seems as though it's a parasitistic organism that's taking over these bodies, maybe going through different stages as it evolves. The contagion, you know, it could be spread. I, they wanted to limit contact. Clearly, not just, like... Like, it, there could have been... Um, like an air component, it, you know, shared food, something like where crossing paths would pass this thing. So they're and not creatures really that arrived on a ship. Yeah, but if they released a contagion into the system that perhaps was like, um, what do you call it? Airborne, like an airborne disease, but carried instead of like a virus, you know, the, the like, larva stage of a parasite and then that took over the host that would allow the aliens to then control the beings and shift them into you know what is most conducive to their goals because it doesn't seem as though this is you know not orchestrated with care I don't really understand what you're saying, but it sounds really smart. Holly, do you um, unjack from the system? Yes. Okay. I think that's a good idea. As I don't you want to be on there too long. There is a thread of glistening oil that comes from where you remove your finger. And as your finger collapses back on itself, sort of just reactively, it kind of squishes out from where you... Ew. And it's in the seams of your fingers. Ew. Ew. No. No. I can't imagine that as a human. Like, I don't like that great feeling. I think um, all of this and the video is making Edelyn hyper aware of the condition of her skin. <laughs> and, uh, she's just gonna I... keep it to herself for now. I mean, we've been wearing PPE, but we don't know necessarily how effective it is. Especially if it's something that can be transmissible through multiple contact points, like if it can pass through your skin, if it can pass through, you know, like airborne, you know, liquid droplets, I don't know, touch, any sort of way that this could pass is going to be really easy to spread in a contained area like this. Humans don't follow directions very well. I feel fine. I've never felt better. Okay, okay. She's yeah. got a stifles a cough. So. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, Holly, Holly Ray's right. What we need to do is get back to our ship. M- maybe, maybe it's not completely destroyed yet. It's, it's our only option. It's our only way off here. That's yes, exactly what I said. Forget the it's rest. It's going to be a fight. We gotta, we're not going back where we came, Baker. We're not going back to face whatever that turned your stupid brother into. We're going to keep going forward, and we're going to find another way down. I am positive. What's the matter, Baker? Do you miss your brother? I definitely miss incredibly insensitive. Give me a melee roll. Um, There's both combat, I think, is what it's called. What's happening? She's punching you in the face. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, I said I'd deck you in the face. You are causing. Oh, that's a lot of success. Oh, she had it coming. Um. I'm, I, I'm not let... trying to kill him. I'm just no, 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 trying no, no, no. to be I'm angry. gonna let you narrate this exactly how you want it to happen. Huh. What'd you think about that? Because he, yeah, um. He you is on, and yeah, you like if you want, you can knock him out. You can get that you grease on your face, all smeared with your tears. I swear to fucking God, you're killing me. <laughs> I can't think. All right, this. so bad. Um, I'm gonna modify that slightly. I'm just gonna grab his face and knee him in the nose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then throw him on the ground. <laughs> Okay, yeah, your um your nose is on fire. Um Bloom. You you like broke it. Yeah. Um it you can you can smell all the blood that has like rolled up your nose. I'm gonna put my big dirty boot on his chest. Holy Ray talk about my brother like that again. I don't think that this is an acceptable way to handle this conflict. How However, I understand this. your level of duress may have impaired your decision making. So I will turn a blind eye to this, given that you were provoked by the captain, who I am honestly surprised has been behaving in such a way. I just don't think that upper management would accept this behavior. I mean, um, as this is happening, well, first, Bloom, as you like, sort of start to remove your hand, um, you can see that your hand is bloodied from the mess, but you also notice that there is splotches of grease oil in it that sort of have mixed in with the blood. It doesn't make it completely black; it's still very obviously red. But you notice that there's like occasional like swirls of black throughout it. Your filth all over me, Baker. And um, when he removes his hand, everyone can sort of see the same mixture of like oil and blood that has gone down his face. I think you were dirty to begin with. Um, He wants to sort of surreptitiously um, take his stun baton out of his belt and hit Baker in the leg with it. (laughs) Sir! Holly Ray. 
the lawsuits. Holy right. Who who is necessary personnel for flying ship home? What uh, is the essential you... crew? Can I make an attack with my stun baton? Uh, yeah. Kill him. Kill him. Don't fight the party. <laughs> so wait, so wait, you're laying down on the ground. I've got my big ass boot on your chest, mm-hmm. and then yeah, he's, you he's hit trying my to do leg. this. Um, I will say first, give me an agility check to see if you can do this without being noticed. Not sure. Oop, did that already run? Oh shit. Um, agility. We're just gonna kill each other here. <laughs> <laughs> Holly Ray, you can fly a spaceship, right? I mean, I'm sure I could make There's got to be some sort of manual available. Yeah, I just feel like going so battle. hard on this fist fight. I rolled it. I don't know why. I'm just like ready to throw down. <laughs> oh, there it is. All right, two successes on the agility. Okay, um, give me an observation check. Little 20's going crazy on me. Or uh, you, Haley. I have a negative one to this. You do. Oh, Luke, did you also give your? You, no. Did you get winded? You didn't. <laughs> it's all stressed out. It's going good. It's going good. Make a stress roll. And then okay. I'm gonna a panic roll. Yeah, a panic roll. I'm gonna decide how. What is that? Oh, a nine. Oh. Why does it look like a hot dog? <laughs> it does. With Good the question. Heinz colors, ketchup. It's like how they changed. Okay. I think I'm gonna change my rival to Captain Bloom. <laughs> well, I didn't have one, so now I do. I don't. I don't know if it's appropriate for me to try to step in for my own safety. Okay, I'm gonna say you're not paying attention to anything else that's really going around you in this moment. You're just very focused on your frustration, anger directed at Captain Bloom. And you don't notice him pulling out a stun baton as he takes it. And does it have any special abilities, Lee? No, it just it delivers an electric shock. I think it's its main intent is to like incapacitate the target okay like a taser yeah. you know yeah well i think the one from alien was like that big one that they made in the first movie but um what you have is obviously going to be a lot smaller of a device right right and for kind of personnel um okay so yeah um are you intending this to be I'll say that you can you can have it on like a pacify mode or like a a harm mode or which mode have you chosen? Uh, it would have been like defaulted on the pacify mode. Okay. He was just striking out. Okay. Um, you did, and also you give me a panic check because you also got a panic die in there. Oh. Sure. Seven. 
Okay. As you strike out against um, Baker, um, you're going to say whatever you're going to say, but as you do so, your voice is cracking. Okay. So this was as he was saying, you're getting your filth all over me, Baker. Yeah. And whatever you say, you're throughout this whole motion, your voice is going to be cracking. So um, is there anything you're going to say or are you just going to jam it on the side of her leg? The, the two things were meant to be simultaneous. Okay. Um, yeah, Baker, you seize up from the from the stun prod and you kind of you don't fall over but it's enough that Captain Bloom manages to scurry out from underneath of you in an obvious state of panic. Um, also, as part of that, um, I guess Baker and Edelin's your stress level is going to go up as a consequence from this. What do you mean? I'm fine. This is normal. Everything's fine. Wait, me? No. <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't get stressed. Holly doesn't get stressed. Oh, okay. So Wait, why is that going up? Because Lee just got your ass kicked. Yes. He struck me, Holly, right? Did you, did you see her? She punched me in the face. Respectfully, sir. You did provoke her. No. She's an inferior. She's she not like inherently inferior because you're in a supervised position. And as he has scurried away, he's going to flick the uh, stun baton control, control to the more harmful mode. It takes all members of the team and a um, what are the chances of that, like, if this is a contagion, like, that everybody here is just already completely exposed, given all the questionable substances? <laughs> are you saying this to the rest of the party? Or is oh, it I didn't know if it was a question. I thought it was a question. I thought you were asking John. Yeah, it was a question to you, John. Okay. Like if I'm if I'm good at probabilities here, I feel like I would be able to piece together exposure to a disease. Interdropped. Okay. Um give me one more observation check. You Do we want to take five? I mean Let me roll my check. After the after the check. Just okay. getting interdropped. Okay. Two successes. What'd you say? Let her roll the dice. Oh, God, I like you, uh, you have you have definitely noticed like um, various like you you saw both uh, Adam Barlow and Edelin uh, throw up before the basilisk arrived, and you you have noticed that your all the personnel seem very jittery, jittery, right, right, and you have you notice like the the oddity to Bloom's um, blood as he like removed his hand. Um, You think you think it's quite reasonable that if there is a contagion that potentially everybody's been exposed to it. Is there any way for me to determine the um, especially after touching it myself like I don't know what I'm dealing with. If I've got modular fingers and I'm here to protect the team at all costs... Are you talking about the oil when you pulled your finger out? Yeah, because I feel like that's like a similar thing, because it's like similar to what we've been seeing on them, right? 
Or is that separate? You don't know. You could. Can I look? How are you going to compare this? I feel like she would... um, Like she would compare the way that it feels, the way that it... She might not be able to smell in a traditional sense, but she might be able to like, pick up on certain like, chemical presence. But, you know, things that would be potentially harmful, not quite right. I don't I don't know how to roleplay this, but essentially, like, she, well, she picks apart the data, she analyzes it. No, like, physically. Like, what are you doing physically? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I would, like, physically go over and examine... Um, the captain's blood and um, I would take like a close look at everybody's like eyes, check their temperature check their hearing, just like a quick, like not as thorough as like a like if a nurse is doing intake at the ER, you know just like a quick health check for everybody check their heart rate, anything that would be like very out of the norm for somebody who is healthy, I guess is what I'm looking for, especially if it seems like it's impacting the same systems that um I will say you this sounds like a medical check. Okay. Does are you explaining this or are you keeping this to yourself? Oh, I'm explaining it. Like I would have to explain it because I would be going from like Well, you do have a doctor. Like, I'm looking to see. Well, yeah, I I have concerns for the safety of the doctor, but that's not a bad idea at all. Alright, uh, doctor, can you take a look at everybody on the crew and see if you think that there has been exposure and be honest with me? Absolutely, I would never lie. A lot. No, that's a Hippocratic Oath, after all. Hippocratic Oath. Okay. Uh, so, what do you need from me? Medical? Yeah, that will be another check. Uh, that is empathy, so I don't get minuses. That's nice. <laughs> oh my god. Why did I have to think of it if we weren't going to be successful? We're <laughs> explaining everything. Okay. What is the process that Edlin is going to do this by? Like the um, Edlin's got some cotton swabs in her medical kit. She's just mm-hmm. sort of going around collecting bodily okay. fluids. Okay. Telling people to say, ah, getting in there. God, do you have to be so evasive about it? I think it's better to just get this done quickly. <laughs> but, yeah. Then just comparing the samples, maybe in some test tubes, or whatever she's got on her. Doesn't okay. probably have a microscope or anything, but, uh, you know, it's working with what she has. So I would be able to tell the general... Check. To see Ooh. if I have a microscope? Yeah! <laughs> they have them! Um... It would be something more compact and modernized. Okay. For this. But let's Modular holly fingers. Yeah, they have, like, mini ones for, like, if you're on the field. Yeah, like or, like, a camera, like, a microscopic camera. Stuff. So... Let's see if you have it or not. Remind so, me how to do that. Is that a roll slash roll? Yeah, slash roll face 4d6. Because you have four die left in your pool, right? I don't think we need to worry about running out given the estimated lifespan I have for our characters at this point. But 
That's 13, okay. but... No successes. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you do not have the equipment. Um, so you don't have the equipment to do, like, a thorough, deep analysis on all of this. Um, but I will say, there is this fascination with it that you can't quite shake. Okay. Okay. Do I need to roll a panic? That was your panic. Okay. Why are you looking at it like that? Why are you drawing your fingers through my blood? I just think you have some real nice blood, Captain. Holly Ray. I'll note that. <laughs> I think that we're going to have to schedule some therapy on a longer term for you, Doctor. You know, a little more targeted, aside from significant PTSD that this bed will bring for all of you, I'm sure. Well, I'll be sure to check in. Nightmares. I'll check in with our medical officer once we're back on the ship. If we get off the ship. You know I am thinking more and more that that's not going to happen. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, if we all die here, I hope you die first. I just don't think that this is conducive to um, good, you know, workplace dynamics. It's kind of language. I was going to apologize to you until you started making fun of me. Are you talking to me, Baker? I'm staring right at you. Obviously, can't you tell? No. Baker. What is that? Your steps. Does anybody hear noise? It sounds like steps. It sounds like hard metallic steps coming hard from the other side of the hallway. You can give me an observation check. It's probably just a normal human with metal shoes. So, when the tap shoe happens in 15 minutes, somebody can do an observation check here. None. Uh uh, sure. Nice. Okay. You got one success. Uh, You have two stunts. What would you like to do for the stunts? Alright, stunts. As a reminder, uh, stunts, you can say, is it coming for me? Are there more of them close by? How do I get in, past, or away? Is it and coming for me? You don't think it's coming for you, but you do think it's coming towards you guys indirectly. How do I get away? You think it's on the adjacent side of the hallway. Like, the hallway is broken down the middle okay then it's on the other side it's yeah you think it's on the other side so you could reasonably hope to maybe just go down the side you're going and you'll maybe just pass by it without an instant that's your team okay huh yeah okay I'm gonna sort of grab both Bloom and uh, Mac on the arm and just sort of 
I'll say, you know, shut up guys, just stay quiet. We're gonna, gonna just stay on this side. We're gonna keep moving. Are you going to, how, you gonna try to go quietly or are you gonna just go as fast I as you I just have one sleeve in one arm, one sleeve in the other, and I'm trying to drag them, you know, quite slowly, you know, not running, but okay. hustling. Okay, okay, I get it. I can walk. Okay, so you are trying to make some movement, but you're trying to do it slowly. Or uh, quietly, I mean. Yeah. Okay, so that will be a mobility check from everybody. I think I get a minus one. Do we all get minus one? Um, whoever is winded. So I'm I think that's... Uh, winded. Yeah. I just do it like yeah. that. I think that was right. Okay. So that's five successes so far. And, um... Holy shit. Okay. That's a lot of successes. So, um... One, two, three, four, five, six. So that's eleven successes. That means you guys have uh, four of them for everyone to perform their thing accordingly. And... uh, Seven successes left over. This is obviously way more than is reasonable, but is there a stunt you guys want to do on this? The expediency and quiet? I mean, I don't I don't have the thing open, so I, I don't remember what exactly you can do for stunt my um, Oh, there's yeah. a group stealth roll. Should we just apply that? Hmm? It's a group oh. stealth thing. Is that a separate thing? When you and the characters in a group sneak by side, don't make individual mobility checks to stay undetected. Instead, only the PC with the lowest skill level rolls, and then the result applies to the whole group. Okay, so who had the lowest then? Uh, that was everyone who's not Holly. Oh, well, you're... Okay, everyone has four in mobility, yeah. except uh, Holly. Okay. Um... I'll say it was you're the instigator to this, so it's going to be yours. Make a panic roll for me. Well, let's see how high you get. Sure. That's, uh, this button. That's pretty high. That's pretty high. That's good, right? That means I beat it with my high roll. I actually don't remember how these work. Okay. with a fair amount of expediency. Um, You do have one extra success. I'm going to say that you're doing this quickly then. So quietly and quickly. Uh, You usher everyone forward trying to get it. And it comes to the point when uh, you can see that there looks to be you come down um, a T-junction. And you can see that once you get to that opening, there is this second group coming down the hallway from there. It looks to be those um, the sentry creatures you saw before um, they're, they have metal plates throughout them as well as spikes and spines protruding from um, the flesh that marks these creatures and the, they're marching in formation there looks to be just half a dozen of them and they're going forward and as they part around the corner there is one more creature behind them except this one hulks over them in size and in contrast to the other creatures who 
seemed very um, organic despite all the altercations to their body. This one is very mechanical and this doesn't, there is something very animalistic to how this creature is constructed despite being so obviously mechanical. Um, it has a mouth and there is, um, you can see that there seems to be a set of half a dozen glowing beads across what may have been its face. Uh, its structure is maybe reminiscent of like a massive gorilla. Um, it doesn't seem completely devoid of flesh, but this one seems to be largely mechanical and <laughs> as it's marching in behind those other creatures uh, leading up the flank and when you see this creature you scream oh <laughs> lovely which is going to be a stress for the other two players that can get stressed out I uh and I say that that scream is not an incredibly promising sign to the safety of the staff yeah, and the immediately covers her mouth after she realizes what she did. And there is a brief pause, yeah. and it looks like some of them turn to regard you, and then they turn away, and then they continue their march down the hall. They didn't see us as a threat. They didn't try to do anything. What does that mean? Why? Okay. I feel like, you know, that maybe they didn't try to interact because their work here with, with you all is already done. Um, and that this is a sign that you have perhaps been exposed to whatever contagion that has or any of the are they assuming you're as good as dead like that's starting to what be what I'm wondering is but they didn't stop for me so I must not be all that precious as far as metal goes which doesn't surprise me I'm probably more composite but are you gonna die and do they already know <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, Holly Ray. Um, oh um Doctor, keep keep it together. In in the future, you're gonna get us all killed. Um, 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 um Holly Ray, you're you you've got that shit in you too. I saw it. Great, but I'm not a living organism. I could probably wash it off. Only a D6. And me? A D6? Yep. That's always comforting. As you say, I'm not a living organism, there is a very obvious crack to your voice, and you get stuck on the word three times before you resume your sentence like nothing happened. Organism. 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 
Ism. Ah. You for the sentence. Yeah, obviously. That's not a good sign. I know you're not alive, Holly Ray. That's why you're useful to me, okay? So they, they kept going. They kept going past us. Um, so they're 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 not they're not they're not viruses. They have bodies. They have bodies now, and so they need yeah, to, but parasites. Uh, they disabled the ship, right? The the, the 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 crew members disabled the ship, so they can't take it anywhere. So they've got to have another way of getting around, don't they? They disabled the ship. They left the distress beacon going. Idiots. Um, okay. 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 Get us. Get us to 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 the docking bay. Uh, 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 Baker, find us our way back. Do I look like a fucking map? I'm gonna try to pull rank. <laughs> okay. Using my command skill. Let's see what is that? Uh, roll command against the target's manipulation. Okay. If successful, the target must follow your order. Even so I roll manipulation. Or danger to themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you roll manipulation. I roll command. I got four successes. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it's fine. Five in the stress. Okay. Um, what are you? Play this out for me, okay? Baker. Goddammit! Shut your mouth and find us our ship. That is an order. Fucking fine. Just don't hit me with that thing again. Yeah, you'll know it if I do. After I I this, you feel a large. Blood of phlegm in the back of your throat. Me? Yeah. Do you swallow it or do you spit it? I'm gonna spit it right at Baker's feet. It's this large, oily, slick. That looks healthy. Again, that's from all the shit on your face that's... that you shoved on my nose. This might be. Yeah. You're covered that's... with it. I would have been. You know, Baker. You, you, you're telling me how you felt earlier. I would have been nicer to you all along if you weren't such a slob. No military, no, no bearing whatsoever. No, no respect in yourself. I just prioritize the things that are important. Find us our ship. Okay, I don't know how. I, Haley's saying I don't know how I'm gonna do this. I don't either. I don't have. I mean, I don't have good sense of direction or anything or survive. You know. But yeah. I'll do I, mean, I mean, I understand how a ship works, but like, I don't necessarily think I would be able as to. As far as like a like a means forward, you guys have the path that you've been like traveling, and while our represent, I'm hearing myself for someone's. It, might, it would be me if you are, but that's weird because you haven't been this whole time, I don't think. So. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, um, so 
while our representation for the map is like very clear-cut it has been a chaotic mess as you've been like weaving between like what's been available for you right you know that there is like a way behind you guys that you have traveled although you don't know how safe that is considering that you fled from a very massive creature just maybe half an hour ago at this point but you can move forward you do sort of see an obvious path forward even though it's sometimes it's not um clear from your exact point when you're looking at it but you do you can see that you can move forward if that's what you want to do john do i do anything with that panic that i rolled oh no that was you spitting oh that was that okay gotcha let's just keep going forward and we're not going back that way obviously We move forward. Hey. We move forward. Okay. I um, think that we're dead. Yeah. I will say, I think we're going to get close to finishing a current turn. If anybody wants to use one of their abilities here, such as the Doctor with Calming Presence. Okay. Well, I think Edelin's decided that Lee's suffered enough at this point. There's enough permanent damage with the broken nose that it's time to break out the ice pack for him. Okay. That one of those instant ice pack snaps and passes it to him. Oh, thank you. That's a stress level yes. reduced for you to lead them. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you guys keep moving forward through this broken mall. Um, there's aspects where it seems obvious that the architecture has changed and it becomes like a bit more industrial in some spaces but given the general state of disarray that everything has been thrown into you can't like uh determine what the exact nature of this sector that you're traveling through is for but after a brief moment through it it returns again into sort of like the sprawling mall complex with its destroyed kiosks and stalls and stores as you're going through. And it's fairly quiet as you guys keep progressing forward for a little bit. And then maybe half an hour into your trek again, off ahead of you, you start to hear sounds. What kind of sounds? Sounds like a question for an observation check. Ooh. Well, that's three stunts. So it is. Is is it coming for me? Was that one of them? Yeah. Well, first I'll tell you what is obvious to you with your first success. It sounds like there is a fight going on. You hear slashing and clinging of metal and flesh ripping. Okay. So it's not coming from me. Is that your first stunt? Yes. It's not coming for you. Great. You said I get three? Yeah, you had four successes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you have more stunts. 
Are there more of them? I'm not sure how you interpret that, but I'll leave that to you. You think that there is just one group where this is coming from, or one point. Okay. And where is it coming from? Is that between us and where we're going, I assume? Is that... I guess, how do I get in past and away? Um, you guys have maneuvered yourselves up that you feel... You don't know the exact how many stories are in this mall. You get the idea that you've, you've gone pretty high as you climbed up. But you, as you look down... Um, you get a feeling that it's probably happening like three levels below you. You can see like up ahead, it looks like there's a large clearing, but from this point, it's difficult to discern any details with given the low light. But you get the feeling that once you get closer, you might be able to spot more details about it. Okay. And how about you give me a panic? If you insist. Okay, so remind me how this actually works like this dress. That high number is good or high number bad? High number bad. Okay. It So typically there is a panic table that I refer to that dictates yeah. what happens in the thing. Um, I have tweaked it and been a li little bit more liberal in my interpretation. Sometimes I decide the panic without even asking you to make a check, depending on the moment. And also because I think a lot of the time these panics typically happen in more violent situation and sometimes they're very geared towards a violent situation. But I will say there is a rhythm as you listen to it. That almost sounds like music to you. Excellent. Metal slicing into flesh. All right, folks. I think I hear someone fighting down there. Maybe, maybe there's it's not someone. It's it's a it's a group. Well, I hear someone's. Let's let's go check it out. Maybe they can help us. So Bloom has his uh, stun baton in one hand and his service pistol in the other. Okay. I think Edelin's just kind of in a trance, sort of bobbing her head up and down and sort of walking towards the sound. Okay. She's stoned. So <laughs> she's just vibing with it. <laughs> Look, I have been stoned to the bone and woke the fuck up in the middle of like a stressful situation it's that calming presence she's a sociopath <laughs> as you guys push forward you come into what yes you come into a large opening um it basically forms a large circle that is easy to peer down and at the center um Somebody can give me another observation check if you want to like look down to see what happens here. Okay. You can see that there looks to be a small contingent of those sentry soldier creatures that you've seen just shortly before where that was um, flanked behind by that giant hulk verge creature 
that they had with him. Um, but you can see that um, in the midst of they're in the midst of this melee with a whole bunch of these feral creatures and now that you've gotten closer you can hear the feral snarls coming from them as they like lash out but with this very like practice motion you can see that um with their arms or various other limbs they're cleanly slicing through the feral creatures and taking them down one by one it's a small group of them eight of them it looks to be at the center um you can see that they've already piled high um a group of like a mass of like the feral creatures but there's still like more coming in on waves as them as they cut them down one by one so sorry what are what are the two sides fighting here it's like fleshy things versus robot things what's i mean the i missed I, some adjectives i think so the ferals which are these guys that popped up yes they are being cut down by creatures that look like these. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Is that another shout out to your sister? Yeah, she she did all the original art. Fucking gorgeous. Yeah, I showed that to you guys before, like last time we played, but just bringing it again because it's cool art. <laughs> So, John, you said I interpreted some of these sounds as music. Is it specifically it one side or the other? What's that? It sounded musical to you. What was your... Is it specifically the sounds caused by one side or the other, or is it just, like, the sort of fight happening? The rhythm of the fight. The sound of the... And the slicing of metal and the clanking of metal, and then the sound of the flesh being sliced through and cut. Okay. There's a rhythm to it that you feel like you've never appreciated up until now. And the, the, the winning side, are they the same type of thing that walked by us without bothering us? Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the, um, as the, I think in the notes, they're just described as the soldier. Also, within the sentries. Those were the that was the group of a half a dozen flanked by the Hulk that just marched down the hallway that they turned to like look at you and then just ignored you and went by. But you see that another group of them is down on one of the lower levels cleaning and up. They look like they're handling themselves just fine, right? They're not really in any danger from the nymphs as they're labeled. You can't say with only one success. We have to get past that to get to our ship. You, this is not impeding you in any way. This was you looking down the the side. You can keep continuing forward. Right, right. But we have, we have to go. But we have to go down to get to our ship, right? We came up, so we have to go back down. We can go down later. You can give me an observation check here if you want to. Yeah, let's 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 visit the Orange Julius for a little while and and wait till this dies down. Good idea. Lee, give me an observation check. Sure. Positive accommodation Cinnabon. <laughs> Auntie Annie's or whatever. Observation. Oh, is, is this supposed to be a minus one? 
I just said no stress on it. You get three successes on your stress dice. Um, I think, yeah, this would be at a minus one because it's another woods check. Okay, I didn't you, roll it. Yeah, okay. Uh, on your normal dice, you got no success. So um, as you're looking down, it's obvious to you as you start voicing this that there is like no feasible way for you to like scale down from where you guys are at. It's just a drop. And because of like how it how the how the floors are like hanging out, it's not even like you don't have anything to like climb down of. You you literally have to jump. Sorry. So we we can just keep going forward though, you right? Can keep going forward. This okay. is happening below you. Yes. I think we should keep going forward. Unless you guys want. I don't feel like jumping right now. I think Edlin's standing a little too close to the edge, leaning a little too far forward, just sort of watching. I'm gonna grab the shirt. Edlin's shirt. Okay. Edlin just keeps staring at the direction as she lets herself get dragged away. Okay. So you guys leave that area. And I'm so happy we have a doctor with us. It makes me feel better about this. Me too. <laughs> that was cute. That was so cute. <laughs> um, you can see that there is the signage that marks that you are uh, getting to the exit of the commercial district. And you can see that you're coming down to the central um, transit shaft of the ship. Uh, from what you can tell, it looks like there is a path forward, although the place has, much like the rest of the ship, um, been destroyed, thrown apart, that it doesn't give you an obvious way to necessarily navigate down. You go down the first set of stairs, but then it sort of just keeps continuing um, further towards the front of the ship. The bow? Is the bow the front or is the bow the stern is the back, right? The stern is the back. Okay, yeah. You're you're going towards the bow of the ship more than you're necessarily going down. So yes, you guys have made it into the central transit shaft of the ship. Moving towards the bow. You guys have to... Sometimes you, you have to take some of the stairs to go down to a lower level to make, like, progress, but it's obvious to you that you are just traveling through the shaft and not up or down it this point uh you do hit a fork you can go towards the residential district again you think or you can go up where are you taking us baker fuck i know I'm going the only way we can go, but now we have a choice. Well, I gave you a job, so lead us. I think we should go left. Towards the bow of the ship? (laughs) 
Wait, so we didn't go towards the bell, or we can go to the right? Are you... You're talking about our left and right, as we see it on the screen, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, yes. yeah. Like, you guys are... You, you can see that you, you have a way forward, or you can go up some stairs. We don't want to keep going up. We've already been... The ship is down. We've come up to get here. I mean, do you want me to take us somewhere, or do you want to take us somewhere? Yeah, I think it's You're going to micromanage my directions? Honestly, not the one who's supposed to Doctor, do you have another ice pack? Uh, she looks in her bag and sees the three of them and says, no, sorry. Ah, great, bring one ice pack. Oh, fuck. Holly Ray, make her make a decision. I said I think we should go left. She already made a decision, sir. You're the one who's saying that she did. We should go straight. <laughs> that way. <laughs> Alright, so he starts walking in the direction she indicated. Okay, so down this hallway? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you guys close in and you breach and you get closer to the. Uh, you have now. Words. You have now crossed over into the residential district. Um, you can see that it goes forward to a chamber. Um, you can't tell. Um, this room is odd in a way that you haven't seen before um, whereas like a lot of the other passageways seem to have been blocked off because of rubble and debris it looks far more intentional like everything has sort of been placed and intentionally made to funnel down to this chamber that you can sort of see has been like torn open from some of the walls at the end of this hallway it's quite far from your current position and you can't really make out um, exact detail from it yet of it yet so do you want to keep going there could potentially be a way forward through it yeah I say we keep going I think it bodes well you know it's intelligent life it's Intelligent doesn't always mean like non-hostile. So be on your guard. As you get closer, you start to make out sounds coming from this chamber. Good sounds. Can I make an observation check? You certainly can. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot, I forgot the minus one again. Oh, that was only for the New York scroll. Oh, okay. Two successes and a panic. Okay. The sounds remind you of 
a congregation of people. You have a front. Oh. So do you have a specific question you want to ask? Okay, this would be sort of similar to the ones Andrew had, right? Yeah. So, so like, there's like there are examples that you can ask, but also if you have something of your of like question of your own, you can also mm-hmm. say that too. Alright, so you say a congregation of people. So does this sound like humanity to me? Conversation? It doesn't sound like a human language. There is these harsh tones that have, um, they sound guttural and echoey as they're coming down. Every stop, every stop. There's a lot of things up ahead. You want to see it. Everybody wait here. I don't know what this is. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna check it out. I inch forward. Okay. So you're gonna go by yourself? I'm gonna follow him. <laughs> okay. I'm not paying attention, so. Okay. Uh, both of you, give me an observation check. Another one. After they walk away, I'm going to say to Holly, Oops. Hey, Holly, I think you dropped something. What did I drop? My jaw. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing such a good job. I'm not supposed to- I'm a- I'm a fucking robot. I'm not supposed to have embarrassment in these situations, (laughs) and yet... My face is hot. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. You don't need to say anything. Just take the compliment. Thank you. Okay. As the two of you inch quietly forward towards this, it reminds you kind of of um, maybe like an open air theater, sort of this chamber that has been like hollowed out you notice that like walls seem to have been um torn you can see that there's edges of it that have been broken away from the top um to have make this large opening to it and it opens down below from where you guys enter despite the map doesn't (laughs) show that necessarily in the same way um it's quite massive and you can see at the bottom of this pit there is a large gathering of the creatures and they're going through this chant you can see 
that there looks to be one who seem who seems especially large. And you notice that he it has two extra pair of limbs. Um uh one set coming off from his shoulders, and then there is a, another set that seems to be coming from lower on his abdomen. And uh they make this there is this very obvious circle that looks to be painted in oil around them with a line that just goes through it and they stand at the center of this and you can see that the creature of the six limbs um, its head looks to be crowned with just all these shards of metal and spikes protruding from it and it almost in like a gentle caress motion takes up the tilts the head of one that is kneeled below it and you can see in one of the hands it looks to have this pale cup it's hard to tell from this direction but the one thing you do notice is as it takes the head up it looks to slowly drop the contents of this liquid which is this black oil across the creature's face as it washes in it and there's this low chanting coming from all the creatures around it. It's like they're worshipping it. Bloom, give me a panic check. Some kind of communion ceremony. Eight. Not bad. As you have that notion of this, that they're worshipping whatever this is, your knees nearly give out and you are trembling. You've never trembled before. There is... this horror welling up inside you from your fight in a way that was easier for you to rationalize the feralness of these creatures but this scene is pushing everything over the edge for you no 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 Terrence, you look like you've never seen a baptism. Jesus, what are you doing here? I told you to wait. I told you to wait back there. It's horrible. It's horrible. Go back. Go back. And I don't know if Edelin is going to go back, but Bloom is going to push past her if she won't. Edelin's just standing there for a bit still watching the ceremony okay it continues for a bit after um um after the creature has been washed over with oil you can see that one of the hands scratches a symbol on the forehead of the creature it starts with a line down the center and it traces a circle over it and then it grasps hard the creature's head as it lifts it to a standing position let's go and then the creature walks away and you can hear a slight 
elation in the voices around the circle before it gets quiet again and another individual comes forward and repeats the process once more. It takes a little while before the ceremony ritual is complete. So so Bloom has come back around the corner and is just standing with his back to the wall, just shuddering and breathing heavily. <laughs> How long before Adeline returns? Uh, she watches a couple more and then heads back. Okay. Scott and her fill. So like seven minutes later. Yeah. Okay. All right. You did not notice a way forward. It's no fire back. It's not potentially putting yourselves in, in like the, that. That room was full of those creatures. So, without going into the room yourself and like maybe looking for a way forward, it did not seem like there was a an obvious way past them to you. Well, good news, everyone. There's a church service. I think we could all use some God in our lives right now. Um, or else we can try to find another way around. Well, okay. Let's go back. Just like that nod at Mara. Say emphatically. You guys are gonna, <laughs> gonna make your way back to the transit shaft? Uh, yeah, I guess so. He's still just standing with his back against the wall as though he doesn't hear any of this. Okay. I will say that's another turn, so if you want to use your ability here, you can. Uh, yeah. Um,. Yeah. I do think that increases uh, uh, Captain Bloom's stress up by one. Well, I would like to go up to Captain Bloom and then <laughs> two more pills. Uh, Grab some greedy. bottle. It's a pill bottle. And uh, just gives him to Bloom, tells him, come on, you're the captain. Act like one. Let's get going. <laughs> okay. They're sugar pills. Nothing. Okay, he takes the pills and takes a moment to. Okay. Thank you, Doctor. It's still trembling. He's going to move down the hallway, pressing his hand against the wall. Okay. okay. And that will cancel out the one stress you got, I believe. Does it? That's how my ability works. Okay. John has any issue with that? Yeah, no, your ability says you can, once per turn, you can reduce someone's stress level by one. Yeah. You don't have to make a check, right? That's just. Mm -hmm. Okay. It does say in addition to the normal stress recovery, so I'm not sure if we should have been doing some normal stress recovery at some point. But If you guys want to park some place. Are we trying to chill out for a bit? You could try doing that. Huh. But also, when you guys first took a moment to try to chill out after you guys got winded from 
ascending like the stairs the first time uh, Bloom got attacked by a feral and it nearly killed him hmm alright good to know we have options <laughs> well Mac and Holly Ray have just been chilling out kind of making eyes at each other right you guys weren't gone that long <laughs> Sorry, Amara. So much. Of I really think you guys enjoyed it. That was intentional. I thought so. Makes it worse. Better. Same thing. Back. Sorry. Okay. So, I assume everything's totally fine and nothing bad has happened. Yeah. You guys have made it back to the original fork. Do you want to go up? Or do you want to start backtracking? I think we should go up. Just a short backtrack. <laughs> Multiple kilometers. Sorry, miles. No, this map's in kilometers. Meters actually, but okay. So, as you guys are ascending one of the shafts going or one of the stairwells going up the transit shaft, um, there is an opening in the side that looks like you can make it back towards the commercial district or you can keep going up. The commercial district, uh, is that different from the mall or the same That's as like the mall? That's like the mall. Basically, the ship has been, or this level of the ship has been partitioned into the residential and the commercial. So the commercial is like all the shopping centers, but also like all the, the places for industry and stuff that are there. So, But that's on the side of the ship that our ship would have been on, right? Um your ship when you came in the hangar was on the same side as the residential oh so we don't want to go towards commercial then you don't know well yeah that would be the opposite direction of the ship yeah so i say let's go up (laughs) wow wow did you hear that yeah Yeah, that's right he's playing overwatch you can spare (laughs) okay Um, Tell him we love him. <laughs> of course, he's literally down the hall. That's what his voice carries. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say though, um, boom! You actually hear Roger, Roger coming in for your Geiger, Geiger. It's Roger. I'll tune in too. Yeah, it's easy enough for you to tune into this frequency, Roger. It's at the same increment, tone, everything as before, like an echo. Yep. Oh, jeez. Geiger, you gotta get us out of here. I don't think he's there, sir. Geiger, come come to where we are. Oh, I can't. Come find us, Geiger. You don't understand, Holly Ray. It's so much worse than than we thought. This isn't just... They're not just consuming things. They're worshipping each other. They're, they're, They're... doing this ceremony that they're so are you like being judgmental of their culture 
because that seems problematic and like I'm going no, the thing is, is I don't like giving don't. you demerits. You don't understand what humanity has done to itself in the name of religion and whatever these things are uh, uh, what, what they're going to do to us and, and to, 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 to stop to, justifying prejudice hmm. going to have to make you take and an inclusion you're not <laughs> uh, yeah you are not tuned into the frequency and you also hear very quietly roger coming down from the whole from like the passageway that leads back to the commercial Oh. It's at an even beat. Just Roger. It's obvious to you that it sounds like uh, Geiger. Mr. Geiger, I bet come it's another lore. This is a trap. Mr. Geiger, come, come to where we are. Come save us. Mr. Geiger's, Geiger's gonna there. save us. Geiger's gonna save us. Yes, I, I just find. I don't know that you're thinking rationally, Captain. And only partly do I think that is influenced by your face being moderately smashed in. Uh, but, yeah. I, I don't think that Geiger's there, sir. I hear him. He's, he's, hear... he's replying in the affirmative, Ollie. I'm telling him what to do, and he's applying, replying in the affirmative. He's... he's... Sir, look, I'm sorry. I look at Baker. He's a, he's a good soldier. He listens like a good soldier. Oh my god. Do not be rude to you, Baker. That is enough, sir. Everybody hears him, and it's not over the radio. It's coming down from the hallway. So we're going to have to go up the hall and deal with Geiger. This. It's Geiger. It's Geiger. We're down here. God, we're going to end up walking to this. Uh, Bloom starts moving toward the voice. Okay. So you're going to go to grab him by the arm. No, it's Geiger. We have to let him know where we are. He's come to save us. He's a robot. What the fuck do you think he is? How do you think he would have gotten here? He knows what to do. He's told me. No, you know what to do. And you know, this isn't the right thing to do. We need to go. He hits her with the stun baton. (laughs) Didn't you turn it on the lethal setting? So here's a little thing about Holly Ray is that the one thing I will do for the sake of health preservation is not get in the middle of an altercation. Because I don't want to be damaged. I can't do my job. Don't know when I'll be repaired. People are lazy. You can make me a close combat roll here. We established earlier Holly Ray could carry a person. Yeah. Okay. Potentially. Yeah. Wait, no one point. There we go. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> Give me a panic roll. Mm-hmm. Ten. Okay. You still trembling somewhat, you you go fish to where you have the the stun uh, the stun baton stun baton, yeah. yeah 
yeah, you, you go to where you have it stashed on your person and you immediately grab it and there's like this frenzied look in Bloom's eyes as he looks at you and you realize he goes in for the swing and you just swat it out of his hand and he drops it from his from there, just stunned in the moment as he freezes as in absolute panic as the whole situation just failed on him. Does it land near my feet? Um, I will say uh, Edelin and Mac, your stress will go up by one. Can I... uh, Is it possible to, like, kick it over to Edelin and Holly? Give me a mobility check. I got one success and three panics. Okay, give me a panic roll. Ten. Now you also freeze <laughs> in the moment from your panic. We're just like holding each other, freezing. <laughs> well, well, like you're stunned that he tried to do that to you again, like just in the moment, and you sort of just have like this moment where you're kind of just looking at each other, like Bloom, obviously, like welled with all this anxiety that has been going through him, right? And maybe even mechanical look to his eyes, right? And you just in the moment, like, you you, you stopped it, and, like, your brain's like, okay, I'm gonna kick it now, but you're just staring, and you're kind of having, like, this moment of showdown, and, um, I don't know if the two of you want to do anything in the meantime, but you, you two would be, like, stunned for a round, I guess. I think at this point, Edelin has finished preparing a hypodermic needle and goes to inject it into the back of Captain Bloom. <laughs> Just a heavy anesthesia to try and put him to sleep. Is that a thing you have? Of course it is. I have a surgical kit. Oh, is that part of the surgical kit? It's not kit? even a resource. That's something on my person. That's, that's established. I assume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at your character sheet real quick. Come on, John. Yes, and me. <laughs> I just want to see if it's something I can actually look at. So you do have a personal medical kit and a surgical kit. Okay. Um, give me a medical aid check here. That's what makes it sure. That works. Panic. <laughs> I think I think the way how you're doing it is good. Okay. All right. So, assuming it all works, I sort of catch. I will say this: you you walk over with the needle, very methodically, practiced, quickly, in a very satisfying way slip it into the side of his shoulder more of a practiced professional ease and you pull it out cleanly and you're very satisfied with the efficacy of your you know what I'm not going to catch him he's just going to fall to the ground and holding the needle I'm going to look at Mac and ask are you good I'm just holding the hypodermic Mr. Geiger Oh, thank you for me. I just can't believe he pulled that on me again. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just shocked. Um, but 
I think you did the right thing. Good work. You're not as shocked as you should have been. <laughs> Shut up, you're unconscious. <laughs> um, I'll say he's extremely groggy. I will pick up the stun baton just in the interim if I'm not still frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. That's probably for the best. Um, Ollie Ray, can you collect the captain? I'm also going to pop another THC pill. <laughs> okay. That's two left in the group? Yeah. Okay. You can reduce so a, I was at seven stress, which is pretty high. Maybe. <laughs> I, uh, I'll support the captain and kind of okay. have him walk with me. Mac, I know that you hate him and it's well um, understandable yeah. that you would have some animosity given your history, but I do need your help. Are you asking what are you asking her help for? I was asking Mac to be on the other side of the captain to support him as we walked because I oh. thought that I was helping him. I don't think it's any issue for you to, like, prop him up and walk him with you. Okay, okay, okay. Like a drunk friend. Sorry, I'll be right back. I don't know Okay, sure. Um, I will take a chance. I actually got a little bit more food. You can RP. Holy Ray. You see... Mm-hmm. You, you and Gag are the only ones I can trust. I know, sir. I don't trust the doctor. I think I have she's a lot evil. of I think she's trauma. Evil. I, sir, it's not for me to judge the morality of humans. Baker's incompetent. I think that you should. Um, you know who I really hate is Barlow. Why? Why? I'm glad glad he's dead. Just worthless. Sir, it's so disrespectful to talk about your crew that way. Oh, there's there's Dr. Armstrong. Hi, Dr. Armstrong. I don't trust you. Hello, Captain. Sorry. I appreciate the honesty. Captain, I think you need to quiet down now. It's, it's, did you? Did I? I don't know if. But don't let Baker hear me say that I'm glad Barlow's dead. But I'm glad he's dead. But, but I heard that, yeah. right? Except, Baker heard that. Like Amara I, wants to be like fucking kick him, but I can't <laughs> do that in character. The thing, the the thing is though, I really wish that it had been both of them. I think Adeline pulls out from her jacket pocket a cough candy and just hands it to Captain Bloom and says, just suck on this. Just just focus on it. Don't talk. Mm. Which way are you guys going to go? Are you going here? Going up. We're, we're not going towards we're going the, up? Towards the voice. We're going to Mr. Geiger, right? Absolutely. As you walk away from Kyger's voice as you continue up the transit shaft, 
it stops. And the only way forward looks to be back into the residential. You guys progress. Okay. You cross over and you see the signage on the side pointing towards residential. Although you see scratched all over the signage looks to be these etchings. Scratch into the surface. And um, the in a method similar to the previous chamber, it looks like that the hallways have been intentionally um, jammed up and funneling down to another chamber. Um, but you cannot see a similar opening. There looks to be a barrier before it opens up into another chamber. Do you want to get closer? Yes. Okay. As you approach this barrier, it looks to be that... um, Well, even just as you get closer, you notice that there looks to be this thin membrane of something organic-y. It looks slick, black, maybe a bit reddish hint hue to it. And as it it starts about like 50 meters away from the opening, you can see it starts to build up and get thicker and thicker as it closes to this passageway and covers up an opening, you swear you can almost make out it looks like that there's a wall behind it and a passageway, but this membrane seems to be sealing it off from you. It looks gross. What? It's the... I don't want to get close, but I want to know how fragile it is. Um, give me an observation check. What do I see? It looks thick. Um, where it stops being like the physical wall and the membrane starts to fill in the gap, you can't tell how deep it is. While the surface of this membrane looks to be somewhat translucent, um, once it gets to the point where it's just a membrane, um, it's no longer thin enough for you to sort of see through it, and it's just it's a thick mass of this black looks a bit blue, dull, greasy, oily membrane of flesh. Is your camera turned off, or is it just me? It's off. Okay. Oh, it is. <laughs> okay. Sorry, so, I just needed to stretch a minute. Yeah. What do you want to do? <sighs> I don't know if it's a great idea to approach it. Can I... What do you think, Baker? Should we try to 
I could throw a screwdriver at it. Yeah, but what if it alerts something? Like, I mean, it seems like it's almost meant to, like, close something off. Like, perhaps there's something behind there that would be very bad for us to disturb. I think this is the right way to go. And Adeline reaches in her bag and takes out a scalpel. And, uh... Sorry. Um, does this, as, since Baker is experienced in working on ships and, uh, understands mechanics and is familiar with all the fluids that flow throughout them and make them run, is there anything, um, that is similar to the oil that's on the, am, is there anything familiar about this oil or anything like that? Like, have I seen it? Do I know of any hazards? The oil that I've, like, described? Yeah. Before? Um. What is. I want to say that this is just going to be. Heavy machinery? Um. No, because this isn't. Heavy machinery is like more like operating machinery, but you're asking a question about like how it works and stuff. Um. I'm going to say this is a straight wits check. No stress, dice. I got a panic. No stress, dice, I said. Um, I will give you a plus two to this for your heavy machinery proficiency, so you can just click it one more time. Okay. Yeah, you're not sure. You know there's lots of oils and fluids that go throughout a machine, right? And, like... Are you checking yourself for this oil? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Because I have it on my pants and... My hands, do I not? Yeah, you've noticed that there seems to be a fair amount of it that is, like, spilled on you through various encounters. You did get splashed um, quite quite a bit when you like bashed in the one that was in front of the the mural on the wall for the advertisement and you know you you got spit on just recently and like even with like the PPE on you have you feel like a greasiness just in your gloves like I'm oozing like I'm secreting it it's like you know how like your hands feel greasy when you sweat yeah. It's like that. But it's like very... But it's it's not like coming out of my pores or anything. That I can tell. Give me a medical check. You got one success? Are you going to take the glove off and maybe get the feel for your arm? I feel like at this point, it doesn't really matter. Are you just done with the PPE? Yeah, I mean... It... Yeah, I will. I'll just take off my okay. glove. 
Okay, you take off your glove. I assume you do your best to try to wipe your hand clean so it loses a lot of the grease feel. It, it doesn't feel quite clean. You try it again, and you're kind of like, okay, this is as best as it can go. You give your... You pull back whatever sleeve or whatever you had on your arm back a little bit, and you give yourself a feel. And... Like, you feel sweaty. It's hard to tell if it's that. But you take a moment to, like, press very finely across the side of your thing, and you look at the perspiration that you've kind of, like, swept across your finger, and you... There is a faint glisten to it that reminds you of Grease. I think I'm becoming a ship. I mean, at this point, where are we gonna go if we get back to this ship? I'm is this a reversible thing? I just... You're, you all look questionable. I believe Edelyn said she was gonna take a scalpel. Yeah, yeah. I think completely expressionless. She just starts to hack at the membrane. Jesus. And just, there's like, maybe some fluid spraying at her, and she doesn't even wince. Okay, this is a scalpel. Yeah. So like so it's slow. Is, it's like, it's meticulous. It's she's just yeah. carving into it. Okay. So as you press the scalpel and you start to cut uh cut an incision line down the center, the membrane peels back before the flesh being exposed as like the scalpel goes down the line and it sort of just tears down the center and um as if though it were stretched, it like retracts a bit and kind of opens up. And it's thick, like too thick for your scalpel to go all the way through. But there is this oil that like wells up around the cut and immediately starts to fill and seep in. And it even like starts to overflow onto your scalpel and like down your finger across the gloves that you have on as your hand gets with the glove on it is a bit stained from this oil. Do you continue? Uh, yeah, she's pulling it's... it apart, digging deeper. It's getting real in there. They're gonna worship her, Holy Ray. It keeps going to the point where, like, it's too much. Like, there is just too much of this flesh for you to, like, cut through with just the scalpel. It's not like a thin membrane from what you can tell. Like you get the feeling that this is a wall of meat. The get all turns around and faces the group and says, anyone want to lend a hand? No. You're, you're trying to become their god. Think of where Sal comes. As numb as, as Bloom is, um, he's going to attempt to draw his service pistol on the doctor. <laughs> Holly, do you do anything about this? You're the one who would notice. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so here's the... <laughs> 
on the one hand, I'm like, it's a fucking, it's a robot conundrum because I don't want to put myself in harm's way, but, you know, the team is very important. I am here to make sure that they are able to perform their duties at the best possible capacity, and they've already incurred a lot of um, injury, and honestly, the corporation has invested so much money into training and maintaining these people. Like, it seems like I need to protect them, but also I'm completely unsure if that's the right Mara, decision because I don't want roll to be <laughs> Roll me a d6 here. Human morality is flawed. But I'm not. Okay, I stop him. Okay. Don't I even think in your inebriated state, I'm not even going to make her check to try to stop you from doing this. I grab his gun. I mean, no, no, no. No, stop her. Stop her. Mm -hmm. And I hand it to Mac. We have to stop her. Mac, shoot her. Shoot the doctor. That's I'm an order. Shoot the doctor. That's an order. Are you gonna try to pull rank in your state, no. sir? No power over me. State. No. You're a sad man. How long does it take before you give up? Because this is impossible for you to do given what you have access to. Unless anyone stops me, a good 20 minutes of just carving slowly over and over. Your viscera and oil has stained your arms at this point, and there is a mess all across the front of your clothing. Hey, Doc. Look at that. I think you've had enough of the flesh wall. She looks over her shoulder and just says, "It's okay. I've got PPE." Yeah, that 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 does only goes so far, though. I mean, doesn't it? Right? Like you still have to you know, keep yourself. It's not adequate safe. PPE for this situation. I think that if we refer to the OSHA reference guides, um, you'll come to know that um, they have definitely, you know, covered the fact that a little more oil resistant. You're just not wearing the correct protection. There, it will, you know, pass the barriers of the. It's, you know, it's just not substantial enough. Mr. Geiger, killer, open fire. Fire at will, Mr. Geiger. Stop her. Mr. Geiger is not here, sir. I think. Somewhat out of exhaustion at this point, Adeline just sort of turns to Holly Ray and says, I think you're right. And it's, it's this point, it's seeped underneath her gloves. It's just completely all over. And she's like, once we find some more PPE, we'll get back to it. <laughs> so, so we, we can't go this way. Can't go past the weird mom thing. Is there any where where can we go? There is a way you haven't gone. If we go that way. That's the way where you heard Roger. 
maybe Geiger or his friend Roger has some more PPP for us. All right, Captain, you want your wish? You want to go see Geiger? state to operate you a firearm for you didn't see the god you saw the god the doctors becoming the god why would the doctor become the god they already have a god kill the god kill the god kill the baby god baby god kill the doctor god <laughs> doctor Let's go see Geiger. I'm sure he'll lift the spirits. For the love of God, the God, for the love of the doctor. Follow my You're confusing yourself, man. For once. Please. You guys have slowly traversed down the hallway back to the transit shaft with all the ravings of bloom um you're starting to feel some of the numbness wear off at you at this point but you're still extremely out of it although you are able to better support yourself at this point but without holly to assist you it's obvious to you that you're gonna fall over but and i guess you guys go back down to this spot do you want to go down this hallway where you heard Geiger. Guess so. No other way to go. Okay. I mean, um, flawed human morality, right? I've come to determine these people are likely exposed to a contagion that could turn them into a member of some writhing mass of alien creatures that might be a parasite, might not be. Um, there's been a lot of like infighting, the likelihood of making it back to the ship is low, the likelihood of being able to leave on the ship is low. I mean, I just don't know if walking aimlessly is the right decision, but I don't know what else we should do. Do we still hear the Roger, Roger, Roger? Mm. Give me an observation check, minus two, since you're addled. Focus down the hallway from where you heard uh, Geiger responding Roger, Roger before and you're focusing trying to, that memory of the, the metallic tinge to his western accent <laughs> despite my ability to do that consistently um, and there's sort of this the hallway kind of 
down and you're you feel incredibly lightheaded as you focus and then you just in the back of your skull you feel here just faintly these whispers coming from behind you He's saying, get out of my head, Armstrong. Get out of my head. You heard the man. I, you know, the rent's pretty cheap in there. I... <laughs> you guys see Ryan? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Was that him laughing at his game or laughing at this? He's laughing at his game. Okay. Good timing, though. Yeah. As we're hearing, as we're hearing Ryan's character from down the hall, we're hearing Ryan from down the hall. Yeah. (laughs) Holy racist in my head. Mm -hmm. Well, Bloom seems no different, so let's go find Kyger. Okay. What am I seeing that? I just don't know. You guys push forward into the commercial district once again. Um, You find yourselves once more in the broken halls that open up into many levels that's easily seeable from your side. And... As you could progress forward, as you get deeper, you start to hear that the echo of Roger, Roger, coming from down ahead of you again. I really think this is the lore. I think you're being trapped. I couldn't agree with you more. I don't know. I mean, else. do you want to turn into one of those things? I just don't... I don't know if there's any way to get... Okay. In the interest of the company at large, I would not recommend allowing this confusion to get outside of this independent ship. Holly, I don't know what else to do the service pistol and I'll hold it up. Is this better? Shoot the doctor. Is this better than the alternative? I can't. Is it like, okay. I'll put it down. I don't want to like openly suggest suicide to like put an end to the game, but like I feel like if considering outside of human morality, if considering from like a purely logical standpoint, in order to isolate a contagion, the best thing to do is eliminate it if there is no obvious possibility of you know recovery um, that we're aware of, especially when it's something so severe. 
and it seems less painful than waiting for it to take you over. I don't know what's going to happen to me. It's in me. Can you roll a d6? I roll so many d6s. Okay. Um... Hey everyone, how about you mute for a second until I do, or deafen until I do this? It won't take very long. Okay. So I feel bad. I'm not trying to like end the game early, but it no, just no, makes no, more no, sense. No, no. Your character isn't aware of when your thoughts start to change, but you're pondering all these, the value, but there's sort of this question you're turning to, and what is the value of the life of these creatures that you're traveling with? They're obviously flawed, and maybe it just doesn't matter anymore. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, they're a... Maybe, maybe it's worth it to see where this goes. There is like, a, there is a satisfaction to the thought. As you feel like, that's a thought. That's a thought you had. I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Okay. We good? Yeah, I understand now. Okay. Watching Amara's expressions through that was a journey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I might be pretty expressive from all the commentary I get. Um... <laughs> You know what? If we keep going, there might be a chance that we figure out how to treat it. I I mean, we can die or we can try not to die. And I just think it might be worthwhile to see where this is going. I thought it. All by myself. I, I trust you. So, I also think we should continue in the direction of the voice because it, if, it's, if, it, if it is a trap, better to face it head on, perhaps. That's what I think. I'm so sorry. I'll tell to keep it down. No, no, no don't. No, I love it. No, it's, it's so cute. Okay. Like Ryan, background noises. <laughs> Just creepy laughs on the ship. I hear you're laughing. It's another echo. Roger. 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 It's faint, but you can just hear it in the distance. Let's follow it. I think that would be very interesting. Cargo will kill the doctor for me. That's nice, sir. She's in. You flatter me. Hmm. Okay. 
it takes a little bit, ten more minutes before you feel like you've gotten enough distance where you start to like hone in on where the sound is coming from as you travel through the passageways of the broken mall. Um, your your agility is returning to you. You still need like a bit of support, but you're getting to the point where you can like you have reasonable motor functions in the moment now. Your speech is still slightly slurred. And like it's you're still slightly muddled, but you're not completely useless anymore. And as you get closer into the thought, you also are closer to the sound. You hear it being accompanied by slight like little taps as well as like a pair of footsteps following it, like with that similar metal. Those were the friendly ones, right? Potentially. Does it sound like Roger or does the sentries? You hear both. Or not Roger, what's his name? Geiger. Geiger. Geiger I know I keep thinking Roger too. We found help. Geiger brought reinforcements. I said we greet them. Let's go. Geiger! Why not? As well as I'm able to, I want to sort of hurry in that direction. Okay. You can see that as you close in, uh, you have to sort of come around a branch, and you can see ahead of you that there looks to be a small, another platoon of these soldiers. And they are flanking across this, lack of a better term, a trough, a barge, it is, it would be floating above the ground, except it's being suspended by a multitude of these legs on each side. It's crawling along with them. That's where all that sound is coming from. And on top of this flat, it's maybe like two meters wide, and it looks to be like six meters in depth. There is a mass of materials on top of it. it looks to be metals of all assortment and um slowly the soldiers are walking alongside of it as a guard of sorts and you can hear the sound is coming from on top of the barge and give me an observation roll observation just a straight roll. Oh, it looks like. Okay. Yeah, success and a panic. Um, Bloom, you frantically search for it. Almost, this is the aspect of your panic. You're oblivious to everything, but you just zone in on where you see it. And you can see just near the back of the back of this pile and on sort of laying atop, though somewhat buried, you can see the body of Geiger splitting off. One of his eyes is still lit up, and you can see, like, um, his mouth is still, but he's still echoing the Roger, Roger. Um, you can make out one of his hands is coming out of the pile. It's been, like, twisted at an odd angle, and, like, the eye that's not lit up looks to be, like, smashed, 
a bit, as well as like large amounts of oil seeping down his face. Um, Edelin, you can ask, you can do two stunts here. Are there more of them? You count, not including the carrying creature, there is six of these soldiers. You get the sense that they have a purpose to what they're doing in the moment here. Okay. Uh, hmm. Okay. I think I know the answers to the other two. It's not coming from me, and I couldn't pass away by just not interacting. So I don't have any ideas for that last time. So that's fine. Well, you can just you can try to ask me like a, a just a general question. Is any one of them in charge, or are they sort of all acting on equal terms here? You take a moment to sort of scan them, and there is... They're not perfectly replicants of one another, but there does seem to be, like, a uniformity to serve their design. They all seem to have, like, the same... um, Armaments, for lack of a better term. Um, these ones look to have, where you've seen some before that had like um, their arms came towards these giant sharp nails. These ones appear to have their arms replaced or covered by these large plates of metal. They appear to be sharp at the edge. You can see like the glint on the side, um, but they are walking in formation to this. Um, they're not perfectly alike one another, but they all seem to be pretty similar. Hmm. Also, right. since I already did a panic for Bloom, your focus just on Geiger in this moment. Edelin, give me a panic check here. Snake eyes, that's just two if you think about it really carefully. Not what he said. He said, "What are, what are you, you doing?" doing? <laughs> Pretty funny. You. You need to know. I do. Okay. Um. I'm gonna say Bloom has enough of your capabilities that if you want to. You could approach the trough. What did they do to you, Geiger? You're coming to save us. What did Are you? Do? You're, you're walking up towards it. Uh-huh. Is what anybody doing do? anything about this? What did she do? To We're you? fucked. I'm also walking up to it, but mostly disregarding Bloom. I think I'm gonna just hang back and watch 
Okay. What happens? What about I'm going to pull out the service pistol and just kind of have it loaded and ready. Okay. Um, Edelyn, I'm going to assume you're kind of going to give yourself a little bit more space, whereas like Bloom is like a bit more kind of stumbling forward with more disregard for the situation. Right? Yes. I think Edelyn, who maybe should have mentioned this earlier, but I picture now still covered in viscera, holding the scalpel limply in one arm. And just walking sort of just in, in a bit of a trance is just uh, just going up to it. She's just going to start feeling up the, the metal well, on the Okay. Well, first, Bloom is going to get there first. Sure. Bloom kind of has a panic to him in this moment. As Bloom, as you approach, the backmost uh, soldier, sentry, stops and turns around to you, and it towers over you. You have enough of a sense to get that this creature is perceiving you watching you in this moment but it hasn't taken an immediate action against you do you try to reach out towards Geiger so I'm aware of this creature stopping to regard me yes it's just there in the periphery you know it's like you you it was moving and it broke the pattern it stopped and turned around but like you're still kind of looking at Geiger as you sort of see his one eye lit up the other eye smashed black oil seeping down the side of it Geiger you you hideous hideous thing look at what she has done to him and you worship her you worship her and she has destroyed the best little soldier I ever had Just regards you in silence. Geiger. I want to go over to him and cup his head. As you reach your hand out, with a fast motion, the shield, the plate that makes up the arm, slices upward and cuts your hand off. <laughs> Just like gone, gone. That's harsh metallic reverberating voice you hear echo down the hallway it doesn't make any further motion to my knees do I see where my hand went give me an observation check with minus two where's my glasses where's my hand where am I drinking three successes and a panic. Just one panic. Okay. That's all you need, one panic. Okay. You see the hand as like he sliced up, or it, I guess. Can't really tell the gender of these creatures one way or another. Um, It slices up and the hand goes flying and lands on the ground and you watch as the creature 
takes its foot and squishes the hand underneath and goes crunching the bones and slick flesh going underneath as it presses it in into paste in an incredible display of strength that you don't think should be feasible. And you're starting to panic. And this sound that almost sounds like a chuckle comes from this creature as it's staring down at you. And you see one of the arms reaches up to the husk of Geiger. And there's this hand, or something akin to a hand, underneath the plate that you just barely make out. It goes to Geiger's hand, the one that's sort of there, and it snaps it off at the wrist, and then throws it down to you, and then turns to keep walking with the rest of the... Can I... Can I reach it? You, you have to reach it. Okay. You need to... You need a hand. Mm-hmm. This odd. You need a hand. Absolutely. I will scramble over to it and pick it up and try to press it against the stump of my arm. Do you need a hand with that, sir? <laughs> <laughs> there is this I a helping hand. urgency as like you're while you're not able to like register this like there is a faint glisten of like the oil coming from the stump over your hand is but it's also bleeding and you sort of take this skeletal like hand where it is and just in a desperate attempt to sort of stem the bleeding in any way possible you jam it into the stump everyone hears this sickening (laughs) as it like pries itself into the flesh and while incredibly painful in the moment there is this satisfaction you don't know why there you've at least made yourself whole again Adeline is mesmerized this may be the single most beautiful thing she's ever seen is this actually Geiger's hand this is Geiger's hand it's like a Terminator hand Mm -hmm. so it's like a skeletal hand It not quite so like um, mimicking the exact structure of bones but it's very like it's like if somebody took like a robot and they took off the exoskeleton so it was just like the limbs underneath so it's very bare basically a metallic skeleton right instinctually you're trying to will it to move but it's just formed at like an odd angle but at least there is something there though you're still bleeding and from what little you know, you try to like press as hard as you can around the stump to stem the bleeding in any way. Geiger, you'll always be with me now. <laughs> I think Edelin turns to Mac and Holly Ray and says, We don't have to die. There's another way out. There is. We assimilate. And then no. she sort of walks towards the robot that cut off Bloom's hand. It's the barge has like moved past. Okay, well, she starts walking in that direction. Okay. Another one of the sentries turns and steps in front of the way. I think Edelin just reaches out her hand to sort of touch the sentry. 
you feel a fleshy membrane just stretched across the plate of the shield. It doesn't make an immediate motion. Okay. For now she's just going to sort of run her hands against it and then just sort of walk with the convoy. Um, as you move towards the convoy, it takes the plate on its arm and it's pushing you away from it. If you... Do you press forward or do you allow it to usher you away? I think there's a strong desire in Edelin to see a more pure form of assimilation, which isn't initiated through something so violent and reactive. So what does that so mean? So she's just way? going to walk as close as it'll let them and just follow them and see where it goes. Um, the creature intentionally keeps you away. It seems this one is far less willing to allow you guys to approach the barge okay. a second time at a close distance. But as long as you don't press into it, it doesn't take any hostile action against you like it did so against Bloom. But the barge is moving away from you guys, and Bloom is there on the ground, whimpering. Whispering to the hand. Mac raises the pistol and aims it at Captain Bloom. Holly, he can't be saved. Well, I think you're right about that. He's, he's well beyond anything that can be saved. Honestly, you all might be, but I'm still willing to see what happens. I think I'll let this be up to you because he may become a liability at this point. I will say you could make a roll to try to snap him out of it. With a bullet. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to slap him. Yeah, uh, go for that. Um, now that I think about it, he's so really done a lot you, of things. Uh, give me a second. I'm just going to double check. You have a special ability that you get to use your um, your wits instead of your empathy on a manipulation check. So. Um, you can make a manipulation check, and I think you'll have a plus. I think if you do plus six to it, that will accommodate your your difference. Wait. I knew it wrong. I think. What did you type in? Did you just leave it a six, or did you type in plus six? I typed in plus six. Try just six. To leave it six. Yeah. When it asks you for the bonus, I think you might have messed up the with a with sign. Yeah, so that should be a six. There. Okay, you have a stunt. Um, basically, I think I'm gonna let you dictate how well you, how this goes, and you 
you you will snap him out of it pretty thoroughly. All right. I'm gonna look down at him. I'm gonna be like, you know, some things have become very clear for me through the process of this, including, but not limited to, exactly how little you care for your crew, myself included. I'm sure that he's just like sitting there muttering, etc. Mm. So I got him by the collar with my left hand because I'm right-handed, and I'm a back, just backhand the fuck out of him. <laughs> okay. This is what you get for killing people. I think. And for making me help, smack him again. <laughs> yeah. It not only like snaps you out of like the mania you're in in the moment. But also, not completely, but washes away a lot of the the grogginess that had still been lingering from when you got dosed earlier by the doctor. And you awake. There is a, a lucidity to you in the moment. And I throw him down. I will say, uh, you can remove... Yeah, you got a you got a plus. You you got a stunt on that. You can remove two stress. Okay. Oh. Thank you, Holy Red. Oh, you're welcome. You're very welcome. Oh. I, I owe you several. Oh. This is very painful. Well, that's what you get. I will say you have unintentionally scratched up his face from the slap you did mm-hmm. and you notice that there's like a bit of blood streaking your hand but you don't really say anything about that is it oily no one has to know but i oh never mind okay i just want to know they don't need to know that's fine with me. Holy Rose. Sorry, gets me off this godforsaken ship. I think I'm gonna it. leave corporate life behind if I survive this. I was out of it for a bit there, Holly Ray. You, uh, you took command for me, I hope. Um, it was kind of a cumulative effort. Excellent. Excellent work. It'll be a cumulative effort from here on out. I'm ready to take command again. It'll be a cumulative effort from here on out. Mr. Baker. My sidearm, please. At you. My sidearm, please. That's an order. No. Mr. Baker, do not give him his sidearm. I want to use my command. I want to fight against it. I want to see if I can pull rank. Like, not pull rank, pull rank, but I want to see if okay. I can, like... It's okay, because here's what happens. Mac is going to kind of quiver, holding the gun, and is then just gonna shoot herself in the head. Done. Oh, bye, Haley. <laughs> That's one way out. Um... I mean, her brother's dead. Like she's in. The, she's she has nothing like, to live for. Oh, uh, both your stress levels go up by two. I'm gonna hang out still. 
Oh, that's okay, me, cool. me included? Or, yes. or were you talking about Haley's character who has a bullet in her head? <laughs> <laughs> the two of you, your stress level is oh, going to go up by two from okay. seeing that. Is there a. I'm going to put. Yeah. <laughs> right? I don't know if that's like responding to. I think that's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he said that like right after you. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. That's true, huh? Oh, no, beautiful just, timing, no matter timing what. That. Oh boy. Well, I will be right back. I'm going to take okay. a bio break. <laughs> sure, you you do that, and then there were three. And there were three. Max' body after the shot rings out and the mess exit the back of her head immediately slumps to the ground lifeless I would like to stride over and pick up my service pistol Ugh. okay god damn it Baker. with which hand <laughs> left on <obviously. laughs> is that your dominant hand that you lost yes <laughs> you're gonna be a terrible yeah, shot you reached out for your dom- with your dominant hand so Well, Doctor, what do you think? I think at this point the barge has moved past you guys. I think it'll end disappointed, but <laughs> resolved to find alternative methods to assimilate herself. You really want to just give in that quickly? You were telling us. I see a way out of it. Don't get me wrong. I just think it would be funny to watch what happens. Is there any reaction to the gunshot from just the sounds around us? The, you know, creatures all through. Okay. God damn. You hear the alien language and you you can't tell if you're just hearing it in the back of your skull or if it sounds like it's coming from around you. You, can, you got two stunts. Can I ask if it's coming for or if anything's coming for uh Max body. Have they been harvesting flesh like they do metal? I don't remember exactly. You think, although potentially you don't know, you haven't seen. I think that would be up to your interpretation of what you've seen at certain events. You did see one creature rip the arm of another creature and then stick it to itself. And Max got some good arms. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Are are things coming towards us? 
Because of the panic, you're not sure if it's inside your head or if it's actually coming from outside, but you think it is. Okay. Assuming they've come to collect the body in some form, how do I get in? How do I get them to collect me too? That's not a question I can answer you with this. Okay, well, it's worth a shot. Adeline is going to sit tight. So you're just going to wait? What uh, is... Unless anything happens, I assume maybe Captain Bloom or Holly Wraith have. Yeah, what are you two things. doing? Um, I'm going to say both of you can also make an observation check here. Okay, perfect. Honestly, you know. Ooh. Wow. I ain't see shit. Hot. I'm lost in thought. <laughs> okay. Um, boom. You can't hear anything aside from the ring of the gunshot, even though you sort of taken a moment to go and recollect it. But you're... You feel like when you've made noise in the past like this, it's like been prone to attract creatures. You're fairly convinced that when um, Adam threw the explosive, that caused a huge amount of noise, which may have attracted the first creature and you're not sure what this was obviously loud but you're very worried that this is going to draw attention to you guys in a poor way won't that also I will say if you want to you can catch up with the barge I just don't know if it's useful to keep the captain this this is for Edelin there. Hmm. I'm just yeah. curious about this whole assimilation thing. It's not that they were going incredibly fast. Right? They were just sort of moving as fast as the barge could move. And we saw two groups fighting earlier, right? Yeah. One fleshier, one more mechanical. But the mechanical ones were still made of flesh, right? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. The distinction that I've sort of been saying if I've described him is there's one that looks feral and one that looks not feral. Hmm. I don't know. It's like when you're at a new school, you don't want to get mixed up in the wrong crowd, you know? I think I'm going to head towards where the barge was going. Okay. What about the two of you? Bloom is going to raise the pistol and just trace the doctor as she goes. Holly Ray, stay here. Let them have her. You know what? Sure. But I'm going to trail behind just enough to see what the fuck happens. I want to know what happens when you try to assimilate. Well, you're either going to be following Edelin or you're going to stay with Bloom. Because if oh. Edelin is following the barge, the barge is leaving. 
If Holly Ray follows, then Bloom will trail behind her, but with the gun still pointed at the doctor. Okay. I just feel like maybe the barge is a better way, potentially, to get out of this situation than what I have going right now. It's a via simile and let escape. But, uh... Yeah, I'll trail the doctor. We can go on a little train. Okay, so you guys are sort of... So imagine, like, Edwin is going at a distance, and then Holly Ray is, like, at a fair space in between. Mm-hmm. Just so, close enough that I can read. Bloom is sort of just like tailing behind her. Am I able to f- use the Geiger hand at all yet? Like if I keep s- trying to flex it at all, does it ever start to respond? Do you want to try? Yes. Just, just absently as I'm walking. Just going to absently trying to flex the fingers. Roll me a d6. Okay. D six. It's a five. Nothing yet. Okay. Okay. Well, you guys progress farther, and the the. The mall opens up into a section that looks to be largely ripped apart and leveled. Um, it seems like the walls between the stalls have been like broken, and it's just like this. It looks like a battlefield that's been like blasted and ripped apart by whatever is going on here. And you can see that like ahead of the group, the the creature barge starts to slowly scale over some of the rubble as it moves forward. It's doing a very good job of like keeping its cargo leveled as the legs are really able to anticipate. Um, there's maybe like five dozen legs on each side. There is a lot to this creature. Um, but the, um, its escort continues on through this and you see as they get several hundred meters into this new opening there's this point where you hear something akin to a screech echo throughout the chamber and you can see all the all the sentries kind of perk towards it and like immediately start scanning Can I tell what they're like what direction they're looking in? Give me an observation check. I want to roll like this for Pokemon guys. <laughs> you get a sense that after doing a quick scan, they seem to be zeroing in on their roughly around their nine o'clock. They're moving forward, so it's coming from their 
from their left flank, right? And that sort of seems, you can see that they've sort of moved towards that position and it seems they've taken up a, a point. Um, they have, it looks like they're intentionally placing themselves in between the barge and whatever they're anticipating in the moment. You can hear echoes of sort of this screech as, as well as like movement coming off from the distance. Um, you get the sense that something is some things maybe are coming. Hmm. Evelyn's gonna reach for her service pistol and just be on the ready. Okay. I'm just gonna keep on trailing and waiting to see what happens. Okay, so you guys are going to stay. Okay. Okay. Within a few minutes, you start to hear the clampering and the sounds of sort of creatures screeching as it seems more of these feral creatures start to sort of come from parts around the perimeter. And they're coming from the position that was anticipated by the soldiers. And you can see that they 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 start to form this perimeter as best as they can and move to start to engage with Frey, um, being careful not to leave any openings that are obvious to leave their cargo exposed. Um, the first feral creature comes and, and jumps, and one of the soldiers leans back with its arm and in a quick motion jams the plate forward into the neck of the creature and the neck immediately just falls back and with just as fast motion pulls back the blade ready for another swing as the creature's head now like sags from just sort of the point where it connects and just falls limply into the ground where it lost its momentum and then the, the sentry starts to go for another creature to the point um are you going to participate I think Adeline's just watching for now. Previously, it seemed like these guys had it under control, but she's ready to help out if they need it or defend herself if they hit her way. Uh, I mean, it seems like a good time to find a way to get out of here while they're distracted with the infighting. Yes, Holly Ray, let's do that. Leave the doctor. Okay. If she wants to assimilate so bad, let her. She's not going to follow our directions. Why waste my time? Okay, so the two of you are going to run? Mm-hmm. Okay. Look at us, Lee, running away together, Gran. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, both of you give me a mobility check. Okay. Did I have this advantage on this? No, that was agility. Mobility. There it is. Okay. Success and a panic. Okay. Your panic? You gotta get away from this as you see some more of those feral creatures coming. Or the calmness to Holly just sort of saying, Do you want to get out of here? And you're just like, Yes. 
And before, like, you can even finalize, like, the words saying you're getting out of here, you're already in motion going towards it. You don't even pay attention to Edelin, who is just there as a passive observer. As the two of you leave her behind and disappear down this field of rubble as you make your way towards some somewhere away from here, presumably. And I guess, Andrew, your character, I guess we'll put a pin in it for now because we'll come back to you, I guess. Okay. So are you just going to so just... and listen? Yeah, if you don't mind, I'll just hang up. I hate okay. that ass. I will party. definitely, we definitely will have parts to play still. So, okay. You guys come out to where it looks like um, whatever has happened here has like stabilized, and it like is more resembling the the mall that you believe it should be. Um, there is a passageway, and you climb up into it as like the rubble leads you to it, and you start sprinting down into what more resembles the kiosks and stalls of this commercial district as before as you sort of are running past it. And it's at this point where you hit a stairwell, and the only way forward is to keep going up the stairwell. Mm-hmm. Let's keep on. You can hear the sound of battle echoing from behind you. So you're going to keep going forward? Keep her moving. We can make it out, Holderay. You, me, and Geiger. We can get out of here. Okay. Geiger's not. He's right here. No, that's just a hand. It's not even like a real hand. It's just like a hand. You don't know. Um, I, I do, though. Give me a stamina check as you run up the stairs. The stairwell. Stamina. A success and a panic. Okay, give me a panic roll now. Okay, you are trembling as you get up these stairs, but the adrenaline of it, while causing you to to shake, and you nearly like um, to the point where it's like hard for you to like not misstep in moments, but like um, you manage to catch yourself on like some of the railings that are still there at like some sections, and you go forward, and that the same adrenaline that is like overloading you is definitely pushing you forward and it's the only thing that is sort of keeping all the pain that's like happening at bay and your heart is beating fast as you just go further and further up the stairs as you ascend level after level after level and you reach the final level before it looks like it oh before the stairwell is blocked off again and you can see chamber that opens up once more that allow that looks to you think go back to the bow of the ship and 
you can still feel that adrenaline pushing you forward. There's only one way to go, Holly. We have to keep going through there. Yep, let's go. I'm just going to be, like, strolling. Like, at this point, what's the worst that could happen? If I die, okay. I die. So I'm going to keep on fucking trucking and, like, hope that I live. <laughs> okay. So Bloom is basically, like, scampering along and you're kind of just casual. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get out. We're going to use this and the blueprints in your head to rebuild Geiger. We're not going to rebuild Geiger, you weenie. Also, you know you don't have blueprints in your head for Geiger. I don't have the blueprints. You, you do don't I have look like the type of machine that builds other machines? No, I manage people because they can't fucking do it. <laughs> okay. Pushing ahead. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, as you're running down this corridor, um, it seems you've come up above um, one of the you're no longer in like what looks to be the mall section. It's more of a clean cut, well, relatively clean cut. It looks like it's been intentionally like um, a lot of the rubble has been pushed up to the sides to sort of just make a funnel going straight down. So this is more leveled than like some of the other places. But you can see that there looks to be, as you're closing down, you can see that there's one of those ferals and it's on the ground and you can sort of see it like just tr like feeling tracing an aspect of the ground and you hear a slight scratching sound probably coming from a claw on its hand as it's maybe inscribing something on the ground do you slow down do you make an action and this is like up in front of us yeah it's it's in your way this corridor is like maybe 40 feet wide. I'll take a shot at it. Okay. Give me a uh, range combat. Ranged combat. A success and a panic. Okay. I'm going to say you draw your firearm and you scream loudly as you line up the shot. Um, you can scream whatever you want, but you can see the creature kind of looks to regard you in the moment and for the skull, what do you scream at it? Um, Holly Ray, stand back! Okay. <laughs> the creature... I just step back and, and smile. Over and slumps to the ground on top of whatever it was inscribing there. And you can hear your voice like echoing down the chamber. I don't think it says. Is my. How many shots my service pistol has? Oh, also. I think, six? Yeah. I think one thing you can do, Lee, is you can actually click on your weapon instead of range combat. And oh, I can. Damage. Yeah, it would include the damage on there. When you okay. do that, okay. All right, so like I think if um, service pistol attack. Mm -hmm. So for example, you see it says it's uh, one damage mm -hmm. there, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Okay, and then did you just keep running? Yes. Sure. It's all right, Holly Ray. I'll protect us as long as I can. And Holly, are you just following after him? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Kind of in the same, like, okay. So, picture this. You're a rambunctious five-year-old and you're running ahead of your parent, but your parent knows that you're fine because you're in a park or something. That even pace that a parent keeps, that's the one. (laughs) Except there's a large ripping sound as one of the side walls adjacent to sort of where you are breaks away and you see this massive creature slump forward massive bodies strewn about its ever and like limbs perching itself and moving forward um bloom your stress goes up by one as is the basilisk again has broken through the wall as multitude of voices in her mouth inhale as the creature starts to pick up speed and move towards the two of you um, chasing you down the hallway in the direction you guys are already running um, okay I'm going to need both of you to give me another stamina check as you're running away from the basilisk as you hear the wet Solution sound of the flush moving itself across the wall as like a multitude of you don't need to make a stamina check because you're not a you don't have an in like you don't have a human endurance oh got a success <laughs> um yeah you just hear those like <laughs> wet like sounds um accented by like the occasional like claws <laughs> on the ground as it's all these limbs stretching out from underneath the creature propelling itself forward um, just <laughs> filling the corridors and echoing down this very subtle sound that is way too loud for what it should be and your heart is beating frantically as you need you can't be here Bloom will sprint away as fast as he possibly can with no regard to Holly Ray. Okay. <laughs> you can see that you're coming to um, with a quick glance, you can see that notation that says you're getting to the transit shaft again once more. Are you going to keep going down the... Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, you are putting distance between yourselves and the creature. And you can see the Ahead of you, it looks like there's a stairwell that goes up again. Up we go. Okay. Yeah, I'm not stopping. Yeah, give me another stamina check as you run up a whole bunch of stairs. Okay. You can still hear the creature. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to roll stamina. Well, shoot. No successes for me. Okay. Um, halfway, do you want to push it? Mm-hmm. Okay, you can roll again, and your stress level has gone up by one. Okay. So I think your stress level goes up first, and then you roll again? Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fan. <laughs> 
No successes. Okay. Um, give me a panic roll. I don't want to see how bad this is. All right. Thirteen. Hey, that's funny. Um, your result is flee. <laughs> <laughs> um, all notion of rational thought leaves your head. Your legs are burning from the effort that you have exerted on them. This is this is more than you feel like you've done in a lifetime. Even though you were once in the army and this was like your typical, but god but like this you, you you just have to keep going and you push through any like forethought and as you sort of finally hit the top of the stairs you see you guys have reached this point where it opens up to a sky you have reached the top of the deck where there is now the glass sphere that covers the top of the ship and you can look down towards the bow and you can see something that almost looks akin to a jungle and you can hear sounds reverberating off of it that reminds you of a a forest, a jungle at night except the creature sounds are tinged with metallic and reverb to them and sound monstrous or to put it simply um, you can see that there is a large building uh, from where you have come out upon um, and it sort of cascades into three tiers the closest tier towards you um, isn't as high but it stretches out a bit then the second tier um, isn't as wide but goes up higher and then the final tier goes up the highest and you get the notion that the command is probably the last tier. But you have also pulled your leg in the process of running up the stairs. Oh, bless your heart. You feel you were... There was a notion as you were running up the stairs and you threw your leg backwards as you are propelling yourself forward and you remember feeling the pop and you kept going because you had to but when you hit the top of the stairs everything finally was starting to catch up with you and you have now slumped down to the floor as in the back of your left thigh there is this immense pain from where you feel a muscle has teared it's burning hot I don't know if I want to stop to help, though. Is the thing still coming? Give me an observation check. Okay. I don't remember where it is. Three successes. The only sounds you hear are of the the monstrous jungle echoing from the distance occasionally you hear uh, something sounding like it was silenced maybe it was prey for something you've got two stunts 
is whatever I hear coming for me. You don't think it's aware of you. It's um, very much like how there's just like ambient sounds in a forest or jungle, right? That's sort of like what you're hearing. With the pain and the exhaustion and hearing that and the panic, am I aware that Holly Ray is considering now leaving me behind? Uh, did you make a comment about that, Amara? Yeah, I totally said that he was a liability. Yeah, I think you can both say that was your last stunt. You're kind of aware for the first time of like how dismissive she is of you. It's like you're very used to like how she was very like accommodating to you in every way before, right? And very like um, upfront with like how much she wanted to be um, an asset to you, like just serving you in all this sense, right? Like making sure everything was perfect and like you know, she couldn't suck up to you because she was like a machine. This is you in your mind, right? Like she didn't have a personality in your head, but this is out of left field. And you kind of notice there's like an intelligence there. And that's unnerving because she shouldn't. I'm having lots of fun with this. <laughs> it's like when you changed my alignment for Vinky because I couldn't stop being nice. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm going to give you one more thing. Mm -hmm. You notice there is oil leaking from the sides of her eyes. So as I'm laying there, just staring at her, this realization is coming over me. And I wouldn't be able to feel it, because obviously I'm not going to have anything sensory in my face. Do you want to feel it? Yeah. If that's an option. To feel it, you would need flesh. Well, I don't really know where to like procure some at the moment. Oh, so. but you have a flesh bag right in front of you. That's mean. How am I supposed to resist that temptation? I can't. I can't resist that. I'm, no, but I'm you, not sorry, Captain Bloomberg, for this. It's a thought you had. And you like the thoughts you have. It's it's new and shiny. I just I really think it would be nice to be able to feel in the way that humans can. So I have a flesh bag and it's not that pretty, and that's okay, I can get a new one, but I'm gonna skin him. I'm gonna totally like kill him and dismember him. Okay. Um, 
That was sounding like the weirdest setup for a Disney princess. I walked along, <laughs> like, up until I the end. I know how the people feel. You know, I'm, I'm really sad that we don't get to see Haley's reaction to that. Where is she? Oh. Haley, come back. Were you there for that? I, I, yeah, I've been here. Okay. I, I was laughing. Okay. Um, so... I think, you know, thanks to the last stunt, you are uncomfortable with the way she is walking towards you right now. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a lot like the, uh, you know that that hungry look that a creeper will get at the bar before he comes to hit on you? No. Okay. Um, you've never been out drinking with friends? Because you're the right man. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've had to have seen it. Not coming at me. You know. <laughs> That's the idea. I don't like it when they come at me either. Um So Yeah, I'm I'm approaching you like prey. You are a prey what animal. Do you now. Do, Take a shot at her. Okay, give me give me your gun. I wanna be able to step out of the like step off to the like dodge it if I can. I don't know if that's something I can actually attempt to. Oof, death. Three successes. Only one damage. Okay. Um, well, you get two stunts, so you can use your stunts to do stuff, mm-hmm. including one extra damage, or... Here's some of the stunts. Oh, I think I clicked on the wrong thing. Here. <laughs> Okay, so range combat. Stunts. For every stunt, you can choose one of the following. You can collect one point of damage. Uh, you can choose this one multiple times. You can pin down your enemy. They need, uh, Then they need to make an immediate panic roll, which in this case doesn't affect her. Uh, you position yourself to get... Um, you position yourself to get to exchange your initial score. Uh, your target drops a weapon or another handheld object, or your opponent falls to the ground and is pushed back for example, through an airlock. So, you could pin her down and push her back with two stunts. Mm. I'm thinking, I'm shooting with my left hand, right? So... You know what? You didn't think about it, but you're not. Oh. It's working. Um, alright, so... The audience sees it, but you don't realize it yet. So we'll do an extra damage, and then we'll we'll knock her down. It's a good thing Geiger is a crack shot. So you're going to deal two points, and you're going to knock her down. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so let's pin her down, so she can't advance you. Okay. Are you going to try to run away? Oh, well, I'm on, I'm on the ground right now, right? You can crawl. Yeah, I'm going to try to crawl away, for sure. Okay. Wait, oh, if no. he's hit me and pinned me, like, can't I... Don't I have the opportunity to try to grapple him if I've only taken two damage? Um... Pin down your enemy. 
Like, I know it's not D&D, but I would venture if he's crawling away after pinning me, I'll get an Ooh, attack of opportunity. A second. Because I think pinning down an enemy means that they have to make a panic roll. Mm. Um, but as a, you know, I don't do panic. robot, she doesn't make panic rolls. So instead of that, could I just say something? Uh, what do you want to say? Holly Ray, power down. Power down immediately. Get fucked. Nothing happens. <laughs> Ping pong. Would, was that, would that have done something at some point? Was that a real command? Command? Not that I'm aware of. Like, you can say yes. Oh, it's up to Amara, I think. I mean, is that even like I feel like, Dude, like Bloom would think that would than... think that it would, for sure. Yeah, but how how easy is it? Well, he didn't to like power down a machine though. Like, I can't tell googling. Hey Google, power he down. He certainly didn't bother. My phone didn't do it. To learn the ins and outs of Holly Ray's operation, you know. I mean, because he doesn't respect me or, or care no. about me, so why should I take care of him? All I want to take care of is the flesh on his body, so I know what it's yeah, like. Yeah, but the question feel. is, like, it's reasonable that, like, like a an, an intelligence would have had a, like a override command like that. So I was just asking, like, do you think would have had that? Even if there was, he's not. He's not thinking that clearly. He's just issuing okay. a command. Okay. I feel like there would be more to it than Holly Ray power down. Just exactly. because that would be easy for anybody to say. Like, you don't well, like the review I'm giving you in the office. Holly Ray power down. Sorry. Fuck you. Yeah, but like, your review. like um, him saying it might have had like the authority. Oh, yeah. I think I think it would have required more than just that, though. Sure. He would have had to attune himself or some shit. I don't know. Um, We're using D&D words, apparently. <laughs> 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 but I guess Holly, you can approach him. I cool. I think in the thought you were, out. you were trying to treat her too much, like right. What a you crew, were a crew member, yeah. But she is moving towards you, like a hunter. Um, are you going to try to attack? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Claws out like I'm attacking, attacking. Okay, so you can click your attack beside the taser claws, and you can give yourself a plus three here. Okay. Um, attack plus three. Okay. Um, your claws sink in. And you like notice your fingers like split apart and like reform into these fine points and crackle with like slight electricity as well as they're incredibly sleek and glisten as they sink into its chest like needles and bloom you're like it's just like a needle several needles are pressed into you and then all of a sudden and your body seizes up as electrical like courses from you. I think you only had one hit point. That's it. 
and like chobits, but make it better, <laughs> more violent. I guess. And <laughs> vitals offline. I killed and number two. <laughs> and you can feel the blood mingling with the gliss, with the oil that's like coated around yourself. And there is like. A sensation of like becoming greater, becoming whole that you're feeling from this. Help me, I'm feeling. <laughs> and there is this instinct you have, which again is new, where you want to slowly dig in and pull out an organ from his body and you All right. a part of yourself and you start taking some of the organs and putting it inside your frame oh that's disgusting I love it <laughs> I'm playing operation with myself <laughs> and you're pretty meticulous you don't feel there's like a need to assort it in any way you just sort of place it where it feels right and this is Bunch how it my bodily organs. And we're back to being close again. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. Go to sleep. <laughs> and back to Edelin. That's me. Oh, yep. my God. You watch Tom as your two compatriots run away from you leaving them this fray that's happening. And you can see that there looks to be waves of these feral creatures. Their intent is obvious to get after the prize. The metal is the prize. The metal is the... It's the... It's one half of the whole. And as you're sort of watching this, you notice that there is one of these ferals that is kind of is coming up and it's coming towards you you see it's getting ready to pounce at you what do you do shoot it I guess okay but I've never done that before do I just click so attack? do you see the attack button yeah I'll say you have a plus two to this given the okay. like this okay yeah, um, I'll tell you if you use all your stunts, you're going to kill the creature. I'm going to use all my stunts and kill the creature. <laughs> yeah, you see the creature get ready for to pounce upon you, but you take your service pistol and shoot it straight down the head. And then the spring that was in the creature's limbs just collapses and it slumps. <laughs> to the ground. Are you still there, Andrew? I think they dropped. Okay. (laughs) 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 
It's a perfect gift because Fleabag is incredibly a fucked up show, so... Okay. Um, let's take one more quick break, actually, right now. Oh, so. And then we'll... Am I back? Yep. I don't see John. I see you. Let's see John's back. Can you hear John? Yeah, I can hear John now. <laughs> okay. So, clean precision, Edelin takes down one of the ferals that's coming from the flank. And then you have to repeat the process one more time. Another time. And then the melee dies down. And you can see one of the, one of the soldiers looks to be a bit battered, but they all stand functional. As intended. As silence permeates over it, they resume their trek forward. And then they find a chamber, a pathway up. They take it, and you follow, intent to find the way that they're going. And then you can see that they trail into up, up, before they come to this door. And would Holly be making her way towards the command center as well? Um, I feel like at this point, Holly's just kind of taken with the concept of all of these cognizant things. Like, if all of a sudden I could feel, I would be kind of taken back. But... I think she would she would make her way in that direction. I just think that she would go at it like a crazy pace or anything. She would be a little bit distracted, but like, yeah. well, damn, that's a wall. Well, I think both of you, given your paces, will meet up at the same time. Um, Edelin's group was delayed due to the con due to the thing, and you were delayed in your sense, but maybe as if intentional you see each other again Edelin, you know it's the lack of a bloom but you notice the mess across Holly blood smeared all over maybe she's leaking some bit a bit grisly as her eyes are a bit stained black forming tears down the side streaking her face which otherwise looks quite pristine. And her fingers haven't retracted back into a normal state, still looking like claws, and still tattered with the flesh from when she ripped apart. Oh my god, I look so cool. And you see you see the barge again with Edelin. What do you do too? Hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey Holly Ray, I love your nails. Thank you so much. I feel like the red might be a good permanent addition. Suits me. Suits you, yeah. How's it been going? It looks like you're assimilating, okay? Uh, we're getting to it. I, I think we're getting to it. Just got a, got a good feeling. All right, cool. I mean, I don't really have anything else going on at this point. Oh, why don't you? Come tag along. We'll see where this takes us. You know what? Why not? 
my joiner. Okay. Um, I love that you or... haven't asked about Bloom. <laughs> as the barge moves towards this door, um, the architecture for the command chamber has obviously been heavily modified. Um, where you've seen like some aspects of rooms coated in a fleshy membrane, there is this very alien design that has been built, modified into the architecture at this point. Um, the door has been replaced with this iris that fleshy sound like opens and closes in on itself and open and it almost feels like you're walking into maybe fossilized um organic material the wall looks like um it is dried aspects of this membrane forming these um rigid walls and bumps along the sides it's dark but it glistens with the oil occasionally and you can see that there is these uh, a glow fills areas there's like something lighting up the um spots you're not sure you don't rec it's obviously not something that you're familiar with as like a piece of technology but something is lighting up this hallway and you can see that the barge moves in and you kind of come in behind and um the soldiers stop but the barge keeps moving forward as it moves towards one of these other irises that and then closes as it goes in behind um two of the soldiers move to the door and immediately block any progress going forward but you see that um one of the pairs goes down another hallway and then the other two kind of stay they move past you back to the door as if they're there too guard it possibly what are you doing so spatially there's two guards in front of a door uh if you look around you can actually see that there's a multitude of passageways you can go it's just um two guards went down one of the pathways two of the guards went to basically sit at the door that you guys just came in through, and then two of them are blocking the pathway where the barge went with all the metal and materials. Hmm. I guess I'll take a look around down one of the passageways. I mean, I feel like I should just kind of take a look to... I don't know if I'm going to follow... Well, at this point, we reunited. It might make sense to stay together. I'll stay with the doctor. Okay. I think as we're walking, Adeline just sort of... So how's Captain Bloom? Did he make it back to his ship? He might. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can say he's with me. So you guys are going to pick a one of these pathways and kind of go down and explore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has a very smooth sense of motion. There isn't like sharp turns. It kind of bends at like very organic 
curves as it moves about and there's a point when like um it starts to wind up and it seems like you're going up further into the center um occasionally you can see it opens up into well as you go up a level you're not sure exactly how high you've uh, progressed at this point but you can see that it opens up into like another uh, chamber and it is one you can kind of get the sense that it sounds like it's bustling with um motion noise it seems like there is an industry at work and you can hear um stuff happening from beyond the walls um maybe something like a buzz going in and you hear like metal on metal and metal on flesh sounds happening echoing down through the chambers um as you're going down an iris opens up as an individual walks out past it um you can hear a large amount of noise coming from behind it before it immediately closes behind the character and it's this it doesn't look like one of the creatures you've seen up to this point they're obviously humanoid um they aren't as messy as some of the ferals you have they obviously aren't um designed for combat in the way that you've seen some of the other creatures up to this point um but they have a pair of arms their face is covered by this metal plate that sort of just goes like this you can't make out a chin or anything below that and um they are covered in what looks to be a metallic-esque robe um it kind of reminds you of this weird esoteric wizard aesthetic to it um you can see that their flesh looks almost dead beyond it there's a glistening oil to them but like there's a hand that's extended it's longer than a human hand should be and it is clawed at the end and it sort of takes a moment to regard you and it's sort of questions you but do I understand it though does Holly Ray understand it though no I think Edelin looks at it and says, help me understand. It like reaches into this metallic robe and it pulls this vial. You can see it's this shining black oil in it. It glistens. And then it takes it and slowly motions it towards you. And it goes as it looks like it's offering it to you. Adeline reaches out to take it and downs it in one gulp, if that's alright. Takes another vial and offers it to Holly. I'm gonna take a close look at Adeline, see if there's anything changed about her. Just like a hesitation, just a moment's hesitation to speculate if this is the right choice. 
Yes, she can. Um, you can give me a wits check. Where? Just a straight wits check. It's it's not a skill. It's an attribute. You have an eight in it. See, the thing is, is I'm trying to figure out where that is. You can just click on the word wits, I think, on your character sheet. Yeah. Flying around the middle. It's right beside survival, just to the left of it. Oh, okay, my bad. I. There was no hesitation, right? When you drank it? Not from me. Okay. You see the eagerness in which Edelyn accepts the gift. And you don't notice anything bad happen to her after she does so. Alright, well I side-eye her I glance back at the creature and I drink it. Okay. You open your mouth and you know stuff isn't supposed to go down it. But that doesn't stop you in the motion. And you feel the oil go down your throat. You both feel the oil go down your throat. What does it taste like? I bet she can taste And it feels... It's... It's not a pleasant taste. Like medicine. It's... It's an ichor. And it's definitely very oily. There's a moment when you first sort of take it, and you both feel this, as you definitely are feeling this now. It burns, it almost feels acidic before that feeling kind of numbs, and it's very pleasant. Soothing. And you can feel it as it goes down your throat, just coating everything. And you feel it go down all the way into your stomach just has this warm sensation in there after the initial pain passes. And you can see that the creature is still as it sort of starts to talk at you. You still don't understand it. But it like starts to move down the pathway as it's still talking and you can see it's waving its hand as if to follow. Okay, I'll follow. Definitely. Okay. You can both give me... um, Holly, I'm going to say your empathy becomes your wits. So... Thanks to this, everything that's been happening. So I'm just going to change it for now to eight. And I'm going to ask both of you to give me an empathy roll here. (laughs) I'm still not empathetic. (laughs) Okay. The hang of it. Okay. Holly, you're not able to sort of like um, 
pick out exactly what's going on. But Edelin, you you won't panic in this moment. You're so certain of everything that's going on. And you don't understand the creature yet. But you're picking out this is a language. This creature is talking like a rational creature talks. And you're you, you get the feeling that there's like this this creature is talking to you in a pleasant manner. It's excited. It's being welcoming to you as it's sort of talking at you, as it guides you down this chamber. Um, it leads you into this small room as the house opens up that's like enclosed and sort of motions to you. If you both follow it in. I think Adeline's getting a little more excited now and okay. follows it in. Yeah. Um, as you both come in, it like presses something against one of the membranes of the wall. It looks like there's a panel there, um, but its hand like presses into the membrane a little bit and it like maneuvers its hand inside the membrane as the membrane twists it recedes its hand. The iris for the door closes and then you feel as you're going up reminds you of an elevator because it's probably an elevator and the creature continues to talk to you and you go up and up it takes a little while but you are definitely ascending until finally you feel the lurch as you stop and then it again manipulates a module at the wall and it's still talking at you and it moves forward and you're open into this big chamber. You can see that there is a massive glass window that opens up into the cosmos before you. You can see the multitude of stars before the rest of the group. And then seated in front of it, there's all these glowing panel screens um, at the base of it um, that all have been set up. And you can see they're all lit up. And occasionally some of them have... Um, text that you recognize from like UIs that you're familiar with and like you pick out like, oh there's English and like the words there but then like other panels um, you can see that there is uh, a completely different uh, system on display and like the text has been changed it is now this you get the sense that whatever the structure is for their scripture um, it reads from up to down and then to the right and there's a line that goes through and you can see each of the symbols follows along the line you can see there's all these displays and then there's this large well the creature appears large because she seems to be connected to a multitude of just everything here um one second And she seems to be situated in a chair amongst all these modules. And you can see that there is this, um, she has these plates built into her 
and the her head is these segmented plates that kind of go back to the throne where a membrane is kind of like attaching herself to it. You can see that there are these cables that have been woven through her body and some of them uh, come out from the sides of her arms where it intersects with the flesh. There is oil oozing out to the sides and the cables go into the ground and connect to other aspects. And then you, you hear the as her throne changes or shifts to motion towards you guys. And in words that you understand, is Amara there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. She says, Hello, I'm LNS Norman, and welcome to the machine. Oh my gosh, hi, Ellen. And that's where we'll end. We assimilated. Now I um, work for a better corporation. And the final picture. Oh, that's so sick. Go us. Ellen S. Norman was the individual you spoke to at the beginning. Okay. So, success. We beat it. Go us. Yeah. Are you ready to join the machine orthodoxy, Andrew? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I was already a machine. Oh, boy, that was exciting. And I definitely feel like there is more we can do with this. Oh, my gosh, yes. You said no more sessions. And bitch, you Oh, no, 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 no. This module is done. But I envision myself doing maybe... Um, a more series of one shots where we explore how the Apollo got to the state and maybe the consequences of the Apollo in the future. Oh my gosh, could you imagine if you and I, Andrew, we played like on the other side? Oh, that would be so cool. You would be NVCs. <laughs> I will let you guys as players ask a few questions i don't want to spoil too much but i am willing to give you a few answers at this point nope not asking any questions okay. <laughs> what but were you trying to tell me with the symbols I, I don't get it um you you don't recognize it at all the the not script. at all no okay this the core concept for these creatures were heavily influenced. Oh, Phyrexian, I guess. Yep. Okay. I see. Okay. Well, that's straightforward. <laughs> okay. I, just, I don't know the magic lore behind Phyrexians that well. Was... Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. It makes sense now. I see. Yes. That adds up. But yes, does anybody else have any questions? I think Andrew filled in a lot of blanks with that answer, but I assume most of you don't really know a lot about what was going on. If you want to keep it in the dark, that's fine, but if you're curious... If we're going to revisit the universe, I'd like to keep it in the dark. Yeah, I would keep it in the dark okay. because you're going to come back. But I do want to say thank you, John. That was awesome. Yes, and that was your narration spectacular. Was, um, and, yeah, painting, painting a great my, picture. My sister, my sister did a lot of help with like. Imagine thank you, Michelle. Things. Absolutely. Yeah, so Michelle, you're amazing. You guys enjoyed this, and 
yeah, I mean, I'm sure if anyone was familiar with, I feel like I wasn't subtle. So if you were familiar with what the inspiration was, yeah, it's that. <laughs> but I think it was a very fun idea to do. And you know, I think it's a pretty specific niche, though, to have an understanding of a specific Magic the Gathering setting that hasn't been visited in like a decade. Yeah, but if you know niche, what it it's is, it's going to delight anybody who finds out. Like, yeah. oh my god, they referenced that. Yeah, the identity of it. But anyways, yeah, that was great. Um, Shout out yeah. to Red because I don't know, they just messaged me. I don't know when we're going to do another thing like this, but maybe hopefully we'll actually get it on Halloween this year. So <laughs> that would be cool. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know how to end this. So. <laughs> I guess we got stuff coming up on Monday. Descent into Avernus. I mean, it's not worth it. It's just Dungeons and Dragons. And we definitely won't have other players killing their own characters or killing characters and shoving, shoving their flesh inside of themselves. So, Are you sure time. about that? Though? You don't know that. Like, I think I won. I think that was a win. My friend Ren messaged and said it was fucking sick. So <laughs> they watched to the end. They loved it. Okay. Oh, I'm glad they loved it. <laughs> um, and then we have also a Call of Cthulhu, which is maybe potentially horror theme. Mm-hmm. Although we've definitely been goofballs for a lot of it. That's, that's okay. Wednesday. <laughs> and then uh, we got Descent the next week in the normal time slot. And then we should be playing uh, the Silent 3 campaign. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool. You guys are welcome to come hang out with us while we do. I'm glad I stuck the landing, I guess. It was incredible. <laughs> so good. 10 out of 10. Okay. I really, I think that we won. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Through. That's, that's important. Absolutely. Out of us. Yes. Okay. All right. And then. We're done? All right. Good night, everyone. Thanks for watching. Good night.